episode 110 of Board Games with Barry and Hex is all about the board game geek Gen Con 2023 preview list. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and I continue our marathon of reading through the entire preview list. You can follow along with us and make your own picks if you visit BoardGameGeek.com and make your own free login, or you can just listen along with us and see what grabs your interest. Check out the episode description for more information. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam talking about the Board Game Geek Gen Con 2023 preview list. Protecting the wounded, sick, and shipwrecked military oh. personnel at sea during war. Right. That's right. The second Geneva Convention. I know that we just did the first one. And uh-huh. I already forgot that that's what was coming. And I'm like, that's there's no way that's the first game that we're looking right. at right now. It would be nice for at Gen Con there to be a Geneva Convention game. And it's like, you know, a big old deal. I mean, I guess yeah, we could do that, be. but well, we're we busy. Could, but... We're just trying to get through this list. They've already <laughs> added more from our first episode. Adam's Apple Games, Blue Orange Games have both added more, but we will have a last call episode when we hit our end of the list and we'll pick up anything else that was still mentioned. But today we are picking back up with Dragon Dawn Productions. Their first game they're offering for sale at Gen Con is Beyond the Rift a Perdition's Mouth card game. It is one to four players, playtime of 30 to 120 minutes. It's an MSRP of $55, and it's a skill-intensive one to four player cooperative adventure card game. This is the first time it's available in the US. It has action points, card play, conflict resolution, it's a card game, and fantasy. Yeah, now I know some mouths. I'm not familiar with Perdition's Mouth okay. specifically. Yeah. Do you think that's so like a... It seems like it's referencing a thing. That I don't know of. Road to Perdition? What is that? Is that a movie? Um, that's a Tom Hanks movie, I believe. That's probably not the same thing, is it? The cover doesn't suggest it, no. but boy, wouldn't that be a fun unboxing <laughs> if it was? <laughs> I don't see Tom Hanks on here at all. No, no, not at all. Um, I Again, I do kind of like this fantasy world of things. I don't typically want to spend 120 minutes playing this thing, probably. That's a long card game. Yeah, the, minutes. the card game is a little surprising, I would say. And you don't know if it's just like a 30 minute per player situation. That math works out pretty well. So does. who knows? I'm going to say not interested. That's not interested. Uh, $55. Mm, I'm going to go undecided. The skill intensive cooperative is just the tiniest bit intriguing, but it does seem unlikely. Next up, still with Dragon's Dawn, Dragon Dawn, is Factory 42. Now, that's going to be for two to five players, 90 to 120 minutes. It's going to cost you 75 bones on that one. Now, this is a Euro-style board game for two to five players of Marxistic dwarves in a steampunk factory. It's got a cube tower. There'll be some negotiation, fantasy, industry, and manufacturing. I think, yeah, this says 2021. So this isn't a new game. I want to think Jason talked about maybe this game was on his list last year on our podcast. But I'm I'm basing that in of the vaguest of memories. Sounds interesting. I think that Cube Tower, always a good time. So I'm going to go with interested. Agreed, interested. And I agree also with your vague nostalgia about us talking about this yeah this scene 
I don't run into a lot of Marxistic dwarves no. in my day to day, so I feel like not nearly when, enough. When those do show up, you know, it uh, rings a bit of a bell. Right, you want to take advantage. Well, that is all from Dragon Dawn Productions. Moving on to DV Games, bang, Dynamite Box. That's <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, three to eight players, a collector's edition of Bang, containing eight expansions. Eight expansions. Um, it's twenty to forty minute playtime, and it's a hundred dollars. But it's a collector's edition box, so you got that. Mm-hmm. It's hand management, hidden roles, American West, and bluffing. I would. I'm interested in this because yeah. I'm always interested in the game of Bang. I've never played Bang or any of its Dice subsidiary game games. That. No, me neither. I've seen people pointing guns at each other, foam guns at each other in like a game store, and I believe that's this game. On that. Oh, that might be. Oh, this isn't this game. I'm thinking of a different game. I think it might be a different game, but again, cash and guns, cash and guns, I think might be that Mm -hmm. game, but there could be multiple. There could be multiple. The dynamite box. I like that. It's a dynamite box. It would be great if it were like wooden. I bet it's not for a hundred dollars. I think it would have to be over a hundred dollars probably. Um, Right, I think with that's... like that straw in it that they used to carry dynamite in and yeah, stuff. Like yeah, like a big old yeah. mess in your house, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be fun. Um, I would probably ultimately be not interested for myself. I'd like to see someone else's copy, and I think if you have like a big game group that you usually play with, I bet that would be awesome. If you have like six pl- people that you always play with, bring out Bang the Dice Game, or the Bang Dynamite Box, you know, at the start of a game night. Really yeah. kick things off. Yeah, no, I'm not interested now that we know it's not the foam gun pointing game for the record. So. Oh, 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 oh. Well, we're going to pull it down to not interested overall yeah. then. Now, next up, we've got Bonsai. One to four players, 40 minutes, $35 MSRP. You're going to take on the role of expert Bonsai masters intent on growing their own Bonsai. It's got open drafting, solo solitaire game, and environmental mechanics. I think that looks nice does look nice i think that's nice i would put i mean 35 that's pretty affordable i wonder like how big of a box it actually is and even though it says drafting it doesn't say like cards or tile laying like i don't really know the medium by which are we gonna stack things to build this bonsai like i don't know how we're actually getting it done so i think that's where i'll say interested Interested, yeah. I was imagining it was cards that you were then placing to build the actual, like, le- the oh, foliage of the bonsai. Right. But stacking would be pretty cool, too. Didn't even consider a vertical game. Right, and the way oh. they kind of lean, like, that would be that would be interesting. Right. Huh. Next up, we have Dexcape Tokyo Blackout. One to six players, 60-minute playtime, $15. Solve puzzles and riddles in this card-based escape room. Cooperative game, card game, puzzle. Sure is. I like certain things about it. Escape room games can be fun. Cards, always fun. It's not enough of a pun. Deck, deckscape. Is it supposed to be sound like escape with deck in there? Oh, es- I think escape. so. Hmm. I'm going to knock that down to an undecided thing. <laughs> I'm going to go interested. I think I want to know if it, if this is just like a normal Tokyo blackout or is it like Godzilla? Like that would kind of influence my interest level in solving the puzzles and riddles. So I'm going to oh. put, put interested. All right. On card based pun names, detective is next. Secrets in the sand. One to six players. 60 minutes. 
Detectives are working together to solve a mystery set in Egypt. Cooperative game, hand management, card game, deduction. Nah. No. I don't even want to know what they get up to. No, because it didn't say you are. It's like, well, these other detectives are. Like, oh. we're just watching them work. <laughs> I think I think you are one of the detectives. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I don't have as much interest, like, between the two. I'd rather see what's going on in Tokyo than solve a mystery in Egypt. You know, they're just constantly digging up people's graves, you know? Yeah, let them lie. It's a little, it's a little rude. Yeah, agreed. And moving on to Elf Creek Games. Now, this is an expansion for Atlantis Rising, and it's Atlantis Rising Monstrosities. One to seven players, 60 to 120 minute play time, and it is $45, $45 expansion. Legendary creatures help and hinder the Atlantean effort to save their civilization. Cooperative game, dice rolling, expansion for base game, and ancient. Now, I do like a monstrosity by a rule, okay. uh, but I don't know that I've played the first game. In fact, I do know that I've not played the first game. <laughs> yeah. And I will not be playing this game as well. Okay, so not interested. I. I think I have to say not interested for now. I did almost get Atlantis Rising last year. So okay. I'm not interested in the expansion, but I think I might be interested in the main game. See how that goes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to keep getting I've I've been on a trend of just like, yeah, I'll get the expansion. And then when I actually get the games out to play, if I only play it once a year to learn the game and to learn the expansion and everything, it's like, ugh, you know, it's a lot. It's a bit much sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to jump over to Fat Brain Toy Company for Ultimate Treehouse. Two to four players, 45 to 60 minutes, $35. With the help of your critter construction crew, build your own Ultimate Treehouse! Exclamation mark. End game bonuses, hand management, animals, children's game. Now the idea of making an Ultimate Treehouse with a critter construction crew sounds like a pretty fun cartoon like mm -hmm. if that was an entirely too long series for children like i'd probably watch more of it than i'd care to admit very yeah. passively on the couch while swearing well I, you know in seven minutes i'll just get up and do something else the episodes are only seven minutes long but i've seen a lot of episodes of bluey so i would say mm, i let's put it at undecided if it were young enough that i could again play with my niece and nephew they are four right now so that's like maybe in the future, I, I would put it at undecided for now. I was very disappointed when it said children's game. It was the yeah. last sentence I said, I was on board with this. <laughs> I wanted this to be like the tree house of sane king somebody. Like I wanted uh -huh. different rooms you could put in there and stuff. I am very uninterested in this. Very uninterested. You know, I, I wonder if like I've never really thought much about the games that I have. And I wonder if any of them are like secretly rated eight plus and I just had no idea. Like I just looked at it and thought, yeah, cool. And got it. Cause oh. it's nothing I normally check for otherwise. Now I don't think it's super likely, but I think it's possible. Now I will say as we move on to flat out games, I did order deep dive and that is one to six players, 15 to 20 minutes, ages 10 plus. It's $25, and you guide a waddle of penguins through the depths of the ocean to collect the best food. It's Push Your Luck, it's Set Collection, Animals, and Nautical. Well, it seems like a good time. Who doesn't want to guide, guide a waddle? So I would say interested in this. It seems cute, quick, fun. And I'm going to say must have because I've already heard about it 
and bought it. It should be I, I backed fair. it on Kickstarter. It should be here soon. So I think it's fair to say that I should do must have for those. Um, my understanding is it is basically um, we mentioned this on the Kickstarter episode that is probably coming out before this one that it's like Deep Sea Adventure Plus. So if you played the Oink game Deep Sea Adventure, this feels and even looks a little like what's going on there. So yeah, feeling good about that one. Next up, we have Fit to Print. One to six players, 15 to 30 minutes, $40. Race to arrange the perfect front page of a woodland newspaper. Closed drafting, in-game bonuses, abstract strategy, animals. I also have to put this at must-have. I've also ordered it. Oh, okay. Well, I know. What can I say? I mean, I mentioned I'll play it. You're going to get it. So sure, 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 sure. sure. And finally, Point City from Flat Out Games, one to four players, fifteen to thirty minutes, ages ten plus, and twenty-five dollars. You can build your city to score points in hundreds of unique ways. Open drafting, set collection, card game, and city building. So this looks like part of the Point Salad Empire. If that Mm -hmm. is that correct. Big point salad fan. So yeah, put some buildings on there instead of a rutabaga. I'm on board. Let's do it. I am also must have. This was in the Kickstarter along with Deep Dive. So I'm really flat out games is hitting the mark for me over and over again. It's a good time period. It's a good price point on most of those as well. Like they're consistently. Yeah. yeah. And they were a little bit cheaper in the Kickstarter. I mean, you got to do shipping. So it probably ends up sorting out about the same and that's one of the things i've noticed about this list if you're coming to gen con and you do back things there's no way to tell in the past you know in the future what's going to be there or not but if you're already traveling there they're already shipping it there and you can save a lot versus Mm -hmm. having each one of these companies ship something to you even if you have to pay something to get it back if you have to check a bag full or if you're driving back even better yeah i'm noticing that can be a pretty affordable strategy once you think about the price of shipping on certain stuff yeah that's a a really good point next up we're jumping over to floodgate games everything ever is their first game three to ten players 20 to 60 minutes 25 dollars well for every party game you've been preparing for your whole life hand management card game party game a lot of big statements everything ever for only 25 dollars. the cover just has some miscellaneous kind of flat cartoon like icons jumbled together yeah just hodgepodge but it feels like and this is the marketing well i'm at least interested they're making bold claims and i want to know why did they feel like they could make such bold claims what's going on in this box yeah, it, it's a for sure must have for me. There's yeah. no way I'm not felt yeah, like it. a card party game. Yeah, it felt like it. And um, the other game from Floodgate is Sagrada Artisans. This is two to four players. It's 45 to 60 minutes. It's $75, but it is a legacy game of dice drafting and window coloring. That's grid coverage, legacy game and puzzle. I'm definitely interested. Uh, how they do a legacy game for dice drafting yeah i i think that alone is enough uh sagrada itself is kind of uh, i've tired of it over the years yeah that's kind of where i am too on sagrada and that's why this was on kickstarter i after much deliberation i did not back it and i just felt Mm. like maybe this is the sort of thing i need to wait until if it really goes to retail and i just see it on sale like maybe because you know pandemic legacy came out it was very expensive. It was very hard to find. 
And as time went on and it kept getting reprints and popularity, the price came down a lot. And I think this is right. one, I don't think I need to be there day one. I can wait and see, wait, the price comes down, wait, some of the hype dies down and more people actually play through it and can kind of say, yeah, this was totally worth it. Or nope, it kind of fades into obscurity. Yeah, that's fair. We're then uh, going to spin on over to Fox Mind games. Their first one up is Deadlines. One to 10 players, 15 to 30 minutes, $20 bill. We'll get you that game. A classification game to die for. Laughter mm. and chills guaranteed. Card game, educational. Educational. I did not expect educational. Is deadlines uh, like a writing deadline, but those look kind of like tombstones on the cover, don't they? Mm-hmm. Are you writing, is it epitaphs? Is that what it is? I don't, a classification game. And down to one player, I guess I'm at least interested in what's going on here. Right. I'll see what you say. I'm undecided. Okay. Okay. Next up, we have Memo Rush. It's two to six players, 15 to 30 minute playtime. Ages six plus is $20. And it's a family memory game full of emotions. Uh, matching memory, I, educational memory. I couldn't be less interested okay. in an emotional memory game. <laughs> so. I'd probably do With better family. in an emotional yeah. memory game. Um, but I'm also not interested. Next up, we have Piece of Cake. Amazed that title hasn't been used yet. Yeah. Uh, two to four players, 30 to 40 minutes, $20. Be the best baker and master the art of cooking and card drafting. It's got layering, open drafting, abstract strategy, and puzzle. You know what? That might not be bad. Those mix of mechanisms along with the theme, little open drafting strategy puzzle. I'll put undecided. I think it's unlikely. Yeah, I like the concept, and I like all those things. Again, and maybe it shouldn't matter, the 8-plus is deterring me a little bit if it's just too... Too light. You know, hey, well, who am I to say anything? Maybe it's amazing. You know what? Right, I'm right, right. But there might not be, like, a crazy depth of strategy there because 8-year-olds can play it, you know, to its fullest extent. Right. The only game we have from Fun Forge is Takedo Duo. It's two players only, 20 to 30 minutes. It's $25. Choose where to walk and see the best things. Action drafting, open drafting. I know you typically like a Takedo product. I'm a little more undecided on a Takedo product. Yeah, I'm undecided. Yeah, I would say interested. I have almost, this came out in 2022, so last year. I've almost bought it and just have never tipped over into the must-have of handing them my money. Maybe, and maybe I would be able to see a demo of it actually at Gen Con and, and get a feel to whether I really need to add to my collection or not. Yeah, that's good. We're going to go to Funko Games now. First up for the Funkoverse strategy game is the Funkoverse strategy game, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas 101, English edition. Two to four players, 20 to 60 minutes. No price. Sorry. No. I, I didn't see the thing I was supposed <laughs> to say in the rhythm of it. And then it just, <laughs> what? Where is it? Huh? So they add Lock, Shock, and Barrel to your Funkoverse battles. Those are like those three kids dressed up in oh, masks. okay, yes. Uh, boogie, woogies, boogie, oogies, kids, or whatever. You can like say that. any words you want. Not familiar. Okay. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. It's got action points, grid movement, expansion for base game, and fighting. I'm not interested. I haven't gotten into the Funkoverse. I think that uh, I, I'm afraid of getting into collectible things inside of the things I'm already collecting. Yeah, that's smart. Also not interested, but I bet there are a lot of people in that world that are very interested. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Slaughterhouse. This is two to five players, 45 to 60 minutes, $30. A group of people must avoid ending up on a family of cannibals dinner table. All right. Horror, movie, TV, radio theme. Uh, you can, it's pretty apparent I'm not interested. I'm not I really know, into the horror. I'm mostly interested in you having to read that synopsis <laughs> of the game was more entertaining. I, and I will say, like, if I found a, a group of people that were into horror movies and stuff, yeah. I could see where this could be a fun night. You watch a horror movie, sure. you play the game, Halloween. So yes. I would say I would be. I don't think we need a flag this is interested because that's too many variables that have to happen more than just the game. Uh, but I would be down to play it in very specific situations. I think that's, I think you can say interested. I think you can say interested because it sounds like if those things were around, you're like, yeah, I'd, you would be interested in playing. I would not just be not undecided. I would be actively non I'd be leaving. I'd be like, hey. Well, like most games I'm interested in if it's like add like a free China buffet or something also so like oh. that's where i don't want to like oh okay okay right. does that pull you down to undecided whether you want to get that group together yeah. yourself okay oh yeah i won't be doing that like i'm not gonna make any effort for it but like if someone's like hey i'm doing this thing i'll be like yeah i'll fourth it up i'll be your fourth yeah <laughs> okay oh boy all right fun whiz is gonna give us the game sports dice hockey now two to four people can play this game they could play it for 10 to 20 minutes and they spend fifteen dollars to play that game. They're going to shoot the puck and score. Dice rolling, dice sports. I don't think that's enough there for me. I'm not a hockey lover. I do like just kind of nonsense dice rolling games. It doesn't really have to be too uh, intricate on that account for me. But I think that's a pretty easy. Not interested for me. You have not played the any of the other sports dice. Yeah, that doesn't exist. But I think it does by the way they phrased that. So. Mm-hmm. Now, from Game Right, we have Forbidden Jungle. I imagine this is in the Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert, Forbidden Sky oh. series. So this is the fourth Forbidden Place. Uh, it's two to five players. It's 45 minutes. Um, no price listed here, but you move through a shifting jungle in search of a portal toward home. And it's a cooperative game. Not interested. Ooh, I'm interested. I kind of liked Forbidden Sky. It had this kind of quirky light up gimmick where you connect things together and there's like a little bit of metal running through them so when you finally connect it like the little tower lights up you know that's fun it wasn't necessarily a great game uh forbidden des no forbidden island was one of the very early games we had in our collection and really enjoyed it i never got forbidden desert so uh yeah i'm interested to see what happens there geek attitude games is going to give us bruxelles 1893 Belle Two to five players, 50 to 125 minutes, $70. Manage your workers to help usher in a new era of culture and progress in Brussels. Area majority influence, auction bidding, economic. It seems like just a straight up Euro kind of game with a Euro name that I'm not going to pronounce well. I would say, I think not interested i'm not hearing enough here to even push me into an investigative phase yeah you're right i think it's just but i mean you know i do like a classic euro game in a lot of ways so i would say i'm undecided on this because maybe you know in in a world where we're getting all these other things right what you know works now from gigamic we have critical sanctuary season one two to five players 30 minute play time it is 35 dollars, and you welcome to the crescent archipelago the Sanctuary of the Gods. 
that felt like too many phrases and not enough of a sentence. Role playing, <laughs> fantasy, and medieval. Yeah, you're right. I'm rereading the sentence, and it's not getting more clear. Now, I do like archipelagos and sanctuaries of gods, but I don't really understand what's happening No, here. no. So I'm going to say I'm not interested. I'm going not interested. The role playing, that's not really my deal. I don't know how uh, prevalent that actually is in this game. Yeah. Season one also seems cocky. Like there's going to be more. Like you don't they're say ready. that for the first time. Right. Like, they're ready. They're also going to provide us with Helopagos. Helopagos? Helopagos? Helopagos. Gosh, well done. Um, we don't, we don't know if the... that's right. <laughs> ah, we do. That okay. felt right. Um, that's the big box of Helopagos. Three to 12 players can play that and try to pronounce it. They can spend 20 minutes playing the game after 10 minutes of pronouncing it, mm-hmm. and they can spend $30 on the big box. Okay. They work together to stay alive, but when supplies are running low, hard choices await. Events. Lose a turn. Bluffing. Negotiation. I probably... Oh, I really don't like bluffing, though. Take that doesn't always bother me that much, if that's like the whole thing. And the lose a turn kind of makes me think hard choices await. Surprise are getting low. But ultimately, I think I still have to say not interested. Yeah, I. it's an interesting four mechanics there. I'm also going to ultimately end up at not interested, but I think lose a turn is probably the least fun mechanic in any game. Not playing the game is the least fun part of playing a game. Mm-hmm. And so anytime that element's in there, I tend to agree and stay away. Mm, okay. From publisher, go on board. Go on board. I'm not sure how the... How let you go? The oh, Witcher Old World. One to five players, 90 to 150 minutes, $100. Explore the continent, upgrade your skills, and fight monsters slash witches for trophies. Card play, conflict resolution, deck, bag, and pool building, adventure, and fantasy. I wish I was into The Witcher. I tried to play the game. Okay. I've tried, like, I think I There's watched one episode of the show. I've heard. And I like... People I like it. Henry Cavill, right? Like people like it. I should like this so much, and I What's just happening? don't, and I don't know why. <laughs> and so I can't like this either. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm also not interested, and it's almost like there's just anytime I tell people that I like Skyrim, they'll be like, "But did you play The Witcher too? Like you have to." And I have it, and it's like there's not room in my heart or mind or timeline to like Skyrim as much as I do and also like the Witcher. So it's, it's not the Witcher's fault. It's just like, I'm already full up. Yeah. Now let's say you are so into the Witcher yeah. and you already have the, the base game, but maybe you want to spend an extra hundred dollars for the uh-huh. deluxe edition. Uh-huh. Well, you can do that with yeah. the Witcher old world. Uh, go on board deluxe edition, explore the continent, upgrade your skills and fight monsters, witchers or trophies. Yeah. It's all the same stuff. They don't seem to indicate what the extra hundred dollars is getting you, but no, I'm looking real quick. No, it doesn't look like it's in the quick description here. Again, I like Skyrim a lot and I have bought the Skyrim one of many, it seems Skyrim board games and the collector's edition probably means all the components are nicer and they've given you little statues. That's usually already spent over $200 on the Skyrim one questionable choices. So got to say not interested here. If you thought that was all the Witcher we had, buckle up. We've got three more Witcher things. First expansion, the Witcher old world legendary hunt. 
That's same play count. It's $70. You train and gain glory in preparation for the final fight with the legendary monster. Now, legendary monsters capitalized. I'm guessing if you're a Witcher fan, you know exactly what we're talking about. It's the same mechanisms as before. So I don't think any of these expansions are really changing up the game. I think they're just giving you expanded content to explore. Right. I think it's, I, I will confidently say I'll be not interested in all of them, but we do want everyone to know the different things that they yeah. uh, can do. Like, like you, let's say you were into mages. That's the next mm-hmm. one. Mages. Get involved in political intrigues and hunt beasts to brew magical concoctions. Upset they didn't call it politics and potions, but okay. <laughs> and say what with mages. Yeah, still not interested. I think... Of the three expansions that are here, now I'm not going to be able to pronounce this correctly. Skellige? Skellige? Maybe Skellige? You scale to Skellige, Skellige, to seek new sea adventures and uncover new islands. I think out of all of them, I probably would want to be sailing, aside from Skyrim. was really into Black Flag, Assassin's Creed 4. I do like some kind of Nordic sailing stuff. So this one, we're still going to be not interested, but that does wrap up the three expansions and the Witcher compendium, I suppose. Oh, I like that. That is available to you. Now that was, that last one was 65. So the expansions are all different amounts, 70, 65, and 75. Deluxe edition for 200. And then you get two of those expansions is 145 and add the last one for 65. That's 410. 410. Yeah. You got to want that mm-hmm. with your content and it's there for you. Now, on the other end of the pendulum, we'll say here yeah. is Gold Seal Games by the Seashore. Now, this is a two to four player 30 minute game that's going to cost you $20. And beachcombers compete to arrange their shells in beautiful ways. Got hand management, set collection, it's a card game. I think I have a little bit of a weakness for, in this board game, you do a nice thing. You just arrange your shells in a nice way. The Takedo one is just having the loveliest time. You know what? You just do a nice thing. And maybe even more so in comparison after Witcher, I'm interested. It doesn't say the age, which is a red flag for me. I can't can't tell if this is like, I'm learning shapes. And I'm going to arrange oh, them on the beach. I don't think it's learning shapes, but I don't think it's too far above that. So I'm going to, it's going to put me down to a probably not interested category. <laughs> I do feel confident in my parallelogram, you know, identification. Yeah. Loot dispute. This is two to four players. It's 30 to 45 minutes and $20. Villagers explore a dungeon to find treasure left behind by adventurers. I cut you choose and fantasy. Still no age on this one. No. I'm guessing this one does not feel as potentially young as the beachcombing arranging really? one. Really? I think this is this feels older. You think this one feels younger? Uh-huh. Because it has a the the name rhymes. It's more cartoony well, on the front. Hmm. Yeah. But I don't know that that's well, actually bad. I, it's I cut I'm you choose. I'm interested to find out. Look what we've done to ourselves. <laughs> All right, and the only game from Goliath Games is the Lunar Dial. Two to four players, 20 to 40 minute playtime, $25. You'll collect precious moonstones in this celestial-themed strategy game. Hand management, set collection, abstract strategy, card game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. I would say I'm interested. Oh. Uh, my only criticism is I think all moonstones are precious. I don't know why we need to specify those, but that's okay. It, you could read it as collect the obviously precious moonstones. I know, but it's just like the precious moonstones, right? Like kick those other non-precious moonstones out of the way. Let me get this (laughs) better moonstone there. I feel like there's a lot of celestial zodiac astrology kind of stuff 
going on. I'm not really into it. I always like the artwork and then not really the rest of it. I'm okay looking at the cards and stuff. Like, it's fine. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. Now, Guerrilla Games is bringing us Battle Stations Dirt Side. One to eight players, 60 to 180 minutes, going to cost you $120. Oh, my gosh. And together with your team of heroes, set off for adventure on mysterious planets. It's a cooperative game, dice rolling, miniatures, oh, science fiction. Miniatures, okay. I was already not into it. And I'm looking at the same page you are. I just, my eyes hadn't even drifted over to the price yet. And I was like, gosh, $10 would have been a hard sell. $120? So no, I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm also not interested. Okay. And from Grand Gamers Guild, they have a few games here. Oh, this looks like it's an expansion for Ahau, questionable pronunciation, Rulers of Yucatan. We have the Eclipse expansion, one to five players, 90 to 180 minutes. $15, raise the stakes even higher, build monumental structures and access unique leaders. It's area majority influence, area movement, ancient and city building. Now, I've not played uh, Oahu Ahua um, originally, so I don't know how this is going to really raise the stakes. I don't know what stakes we're raising, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I I don't I'm undecided. Undecided. All right. I I think I'm not interested, but you're about to go over the main game here. Oh, sure, I sure am. Uh, Oahu, Ahau, uh-huh. uh, rulers of Yucatan, one to five players, 90 to 120 minutes, $70, become the most powerful ruler in the Yucatan Peninsula. Area majority influence, area movement, ancient, and city building. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm not interested. Not for any reason. I'm not getting through games that are, seem to be like about this weight, about this playtime as much as I would want. I have a few of them kind of stuck on my shelf. So I'd be reluctant to add another right now. Yeah, that's fair. I'm still going to say undecided. Someone could sell me that this could be like amazing and I would 100% yeah. believe them. Yeah. Be into it. And next up, it looks like we're going to have quite a few Artemis things. First up, Artemis Odyssey. This is one to five players, 60 to 90 minutes. It's $60. You explore the galaxy, manage resources, build starships, and wield mighty alien tech. There's an action cue, simultaneous action selection. It's science fiction and space exploration. I'm just done with space. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think I'm undecided. I like the uh, this action cue and simultaneous action selection. That sounds a little bit interesting to me, but not a lot interesting. If you are a fan, though, you've also got the Artemis Project for one to five players, 60 to 75 minutes for $70. Build a base on Europa by fighting for limited resources and avoiding lethal exposure. Auction, bidding, dice rolling, dice, science fiction. I do like dice. I don't know how these two are related. I Like, they have similar names, but they seem to be both full, standalone games. I think I'm still going to yeah, say undecided i know i just talked about space in a not so great way but yeah this isn't as spacey no and it's auction and bidding and dice are pretty awesome mechanics i don't think i care what the skin is with that so i'm gonna say interested on this one nice and now the expansion for artemis project that's the last one we did the build a base on europa you add satellites and commanders. This is one to five players. It's $30, 60 to 75 minute playtime. It has auction bidding, dice rolling, and expansion for the base game dice. So same mechanisms, but 
whatever satellites and commanders gives you. Weirdly, I'm not interested. The satellites okay. and commanders aren't very exciting of an expansion, so. Okay, okay. I might be, uh, I think I'd be not interested. I don't think I'd be undecided. I was undecided on the main game. I think I'd say not interested until I actually got into the main game. Well, next up, we've got Holiday Hijinks number seven, seven. The Turkey Trial. One to four players, 60 minutes, 13 plus, $11. A Thanksgiving escape room in 18 cards. Deduction, finale ending, card game, deduction again. Yeah. I say, why not? $11? You're going to finish yeah. Thanksgiving? What are you, you going to do? What are you going to then? You're going to get into some holiday hijinks. Absolutely. There's, of course, there's another 60 minutes to get that roast golden, you know, yeah. brown. It let's, never let's cooks this. on the timeline you expect. No. Get everybody How distracted. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Must that's have. must have. From Gray Fox Games, we have Last Lights. It's two to four players. It's 45 to 75 minutes. Um, no price given. And we don't always mention the designer, but this one was Roy Cannaday from Dice Tower. He's got tattoos. He's got spiky oh. hair. He made this game. Uh, alien factions gather light from a white dwarf star at the end of the universe. Deluxe editions are available. Area majority influence, dice rolling, civilization, economic. I think that it's supposed to be a very fast 4X game. The 4Xs are exploit, expand, exterminate, and another okay. one. Expound? Ex I don't know. Exalt? Ex I, I don't know. I don't know. But if you know... Well, it's a 3X game until I remember the 4th. Yes, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's true. Uh, so on this one, it's very spacey. I don't yeah. know why I'm being very anti-space today. I, um, Something so terrestrial. Yeah. Not extraterrestrial. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm going to say undecided. Again, I could be sold on these, but yeah. like the theme is just bleh. Yeah, I'm not really into 4X games, so I don't know that it would go great for me just because it went faster. But maybe the pace is the part I don't like. Um, I'll also, I'll stick with Undecided. Now, from Grrr Games is <laughs> going to give us Rauha? Rauha? That's what we're going to go with. It's two to five players, 45 minutes, $45. Return life to sterile planets using your shamanistic powers. Layering. Pattern building, environmental. Well, the theme sounds a little fun. Right. Uh, I think I'll go interested. I'm also going to go interested. That's how I like my planets are shamanistically controlled, I think. Okay. Like sterile yeah. and ready for a shaman. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. From Half a Kingdom Games, we have Resurgence, one to four players, 60 to 90 minute playtime, $60. Unlikely heroes lead a group of survivors in a post-apocalyptic city of Moscow. Deck bag and pool building, in-game bonuses, science fiction. It seems like this could be intense. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, probably not silly time games. Not like more of a silly time game. Yeah, the cover's looking pretty serious. Very, yeah, very stoic. Uh -huh. uh, I'm going to say not interested for serious tones. I'm only going to say undecided because deck bag and pool building in-game bonuses. You know what? No, I think the theme is going to push me away. The post-apocalyptic bit. I think that's going to push me away. I'm going to say not interested. Now, Hot Banana Games is giving us steam up. A feast of dim sum. Two to five players, 45 to 60 minutes, $50. Experience an unforgettable taste of dim sum and leave the fullest stomach. Set collection, variable player powers. I... I'm required to say must have because I have it. 
Would I extend that? I'd say anyone else. I would say I'd advise interested. It's a solid game. That 14 plus. No, you could you could be definitely younger and playing this game. We were expecting it. And maybe you could just make your own kind of like hyper strategy version. We were expecting a little more strategic depth. We found that we were still able to get everything done that we wanted without too much hurdle. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. You just have a nice time. Have some dim sum. Right. Now, I do play this game at every restaurant I go to to try to leave with the fullest stomach. So a card game version could be, honestly, a healthier choice. So maybe I'll uh, be interested for that reason. Yeah, there are... There are some cards, and I think the regular edition probably just has tokens, but the fancy edition has, like, squishy little dim sum pieces. Oh, uh, that's fun. Yeah, that's the stuff you're collecting. It, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Now, from Imperial Publishing, Escape from the Asylum, it's one to six players, 60 minutes. It is usually $60, but there's a sale price of 50 Now, we don't get a tagline for this one, but it is a cooperative game. It's deduction. And it's horror. Oh, no. Or, oh, yes, if that's what you want to be about. Right. I mean, the tagline should be, right, like, you'd be crazy not to get this escape game or something, right? Like It seems like there's a lot of space for a, a good right. tagline. And I do like an asylum as a horror setting within the horror really? world. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, but so I think in that realm, I would put the, I would say I'm undecided. You know what? what? I, I'm interested, actually. Uh, this yep. seems pretty fun. You talk yourself into it? Yep. If we linger, you might be on must have. Right. If I look around, I might have it behind me. Ah. <laughs> um, now, next, we're going to go with uh, still Imperial Publishing. This is Sansuki. It's two to four players. It's 30 to 45 minutes. $50 on sale for 40 Create a palace garden and move the nobles into the garden along the paths you make. Hand management, pattern building, age of reason. Age of Reason. Um, I will put this at Interested. I think that it was on Kickstarter. It's Michael Kiesling. I know he does other things that I have. He's the designer for other board games that I have. I'm surprised there's no image available. I can kind of see the cover in my head. And it looks like it It looks like what you think it does. Um, okay. But yeah, I think I'm going to be at, at Interested. Yeah. I, it all seems like the right place to make kind of this mm-hmm. type of game and move mm-hmm. things around. Yeah, it seems fine. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's cutting-edge innovation, I'm thinking, but, you know. Yeah. And now, from Incredible Dream Studios, we have Kinfire Chronicles Night's Fall. It's one to four players. It's 45 to 60 minutes, and it is, ooh, $149. A team of Seekers will work together to fight back the darkness, that's capital D darkness, so it must be very serious, threatening the world. Um, Free shipping if purchased at Gen Con. So does that mean it's not even there? But you can buy it. Does lend itself to believe that. That um, is interesting. Um, it's a cooperative game. It's role playing. It's adventure. It's fantasy. Now I do like that. Maybe their feedback was, "I'm not gonna spend 150 dollars on that." And like done. 149 dollars. We got you covered. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've talked before about my cost per minute on this. This yeah. is not. This is high. I mean, this well, is a high cost per minute. I think that this might be a campaign game. Because it's cooperative oh. role-playing adventure. Okay. So I think it might be like 45 to 60 per session. Because one of the other legacy games said something similar. But you know it's there's more. And the, like you're just expected to replay it, essentially, many times. Yeah, it seems very formulaic. 
mm. people of the light trying to fight the darkness, which isn't necessarily bad, but like yeah. I, there's not enough in there for me to be interested. I think I'm not interested only because in this realm, there's other things that are probably ranking a little higher for me um, that might be on this list that I, I don't have yet. Now next, so indie boards and cards is going to be giving us some games. First in those games, what's called Applejack. It's one to four players. It's 30 to 60 minutes. We don't know a price just yet. It says you're going to place tree tiles to harvest the most juicy apples and gain the sweetest honey. Tile placement, farming. We're playing this on Board Game Arena. Or we did play it? We, no, we did play it. We did play it. Well, you played it. What I did was pass my turn mostly. Now, I was also just clicking things, but uh, we have a thing where we don't like to necessarily read the rules, and it's a horrible idea. We're in a game of Ark Nova that we'll never get out of because neither of us know how to play it. So not a good idea. In no way is that what uh, Mr. Rosenberg expected of us here with Applejack. I think would I be interested in the game based on what I've played, knowing it's on BGA in some ways, kind of like, it's like, well, is just playing it on BGA good enough? Do I really need to have the physical game? I'm not interested. So, and again, I had a very specific experience with this game yeah. where I just, there is an option to like flip the tile over, which I believe is basically just like passing because you have to take a turn. And that's what all uh -huh. I was doing basically most of my turn. Yeah, you had a lot of sheep. And, and a lot of sheep. Yeah. And that's not the thing that says you want, right? Apples and honey. Um, so. so, but now what I'll say is I think you kind of, we play these games this way and you learn kind of some of the rules or yeah. some pieces and parts and i feel like i kind of learned some of it seeing what you were doing seeing what i was doing and i felt like that didn't help me as the game went on i feel like it might be a game where you kind of have to start well or it doesn't get better for you it's not like oh now oh, i get turn it, it around. let me now correct yeah Could be. and that doesn't make it a bad game it's just know that i guess if you're going to choose to not read the rules and play it uh, yeah but, but who sh who should i mean i feel like uh, if that's the choice you've made you know what you did Exactly. I would yeah. say I would be interested in playing it again. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Glom, I'm guessing. One to six players, five to 20 minute playtime. Uh, there's no price listed here. It's a quick-witted party slash word game with a clever objective scoring system. What a teaser. Move through deck, paper and pencil, card game, and humor. Must have, must have, must have. Wow. All right. Okay. I like all those things. I would have been undecided. I don't even know what move through deck means. Uh, the clever objective scoring system might be one that I hate. And that's just me being a bit of a downer. Now it says party word game, but it is one to six players. Party of one. I think move through deck is like um, taboo where you have like 60 seconds to do as many cards as possible. Oh, okay. I think it might be move through the deck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Next up we have, I feel attacked. For four to ten players, okay. over the course of 30 minutes, not a price yet, No, match the right kind of terrible cards to win over the judge in this party game. It's all the games. It's every yeah. game that's like that, but it's new. Again, I can't imagine what would be in that that would make me interested. Yeah, the same. Same for me. I, this formula of a player judge, like there's cards, you match a card, someone judges them. It's fine enough. For me, I think that once you've done it once and well, maybe you don't need to do it again. But if not only do you want to do it again, but also want it to be filled with possibly stupid jokes. This is a lot of opinion I'm giving on the I Feel Attacked Not Safe for Work edition. It's the same thing. A party game about people who we love to hate. 
hand management player judge card game humor. So very similar. As you can tell, not interested. But if what your board game collection is, maybe it is a whole shelf of these games. Get ready. You got two new ones. I know there's lots of people who like to be in a big group. They drink. They play these games. They have an amazing time. That must be why they keep getting made. And there's there's two more for you at Gen Con. Moving on. Inside Up Games. Earth. One to five players. 45 to 90 minutes. $50. Strategically grow your ecosystem card engine with unique Mm. flora, fauna, and terrains. I always think flora, fauna, and Meriwether because that's the the three fairies (laughs) from uh, Sleeping Beauty. Whenever you said that. Uh, You got contracts, in-game bonuses, animals, card game. I was sort of into it until it said card engine and I'm over card engine games. I think for the time being, I- I'm more interested in exploring some other things. So I've heard about this game and had some buzz. I otherwise would have been interested, but I think I'm going to say not interested. I-, I don't know about that card engine. Yeah. I'm a little more interested in this. If mm-hmm. it's just because I like the idea, if it's like you get these, animals and these plants and this spot and it's all cards is it all cards or is it some cards uh, card game it says card game i'm gonna say interested and be disappointed <laughs> okay uh from keen bean studio this is an expansion for roll camera the filmmaking board game and it's roll camera story pack murder mystery one to four players 45 to 90 minutes only $10. Eliminate suspects in your whodunit movie with a new set grid twist. It's the expansion for the base game and a card game. Well, I don't know enough about what's going on in that original no. game, so I'm going to have to be not interested about this one. I know what's going on. It's one that I was, I believe, not interested in. Well, I don't remember last year if I was or not, but I can say that I did not buy it. I don't think that's changing, so not interested in the expansion. We're going to go over to Kess Company now. Their first game, Murder We Wrote. Three to eight players. Who knows how long it's going to take, but it will cost us $20. <laughs> a true crime podcast party game. Bear witness to criminally silly ways to die. Acting, hand management, card game, humor. So you pretend to have a uh, true crime podcast. Is that what's going on here? It's a good question. The acting makes me think, I wonder if it's charade-like. Like, are you acting Bear out? witness to it. Oh... I have no idea. I have no idea. Now, personally, not interested. But it does sound like if somebody, if there were content creators that played the game, put it on YouTube or on Twitch, like I'd watch it to see what the deal was. But I don't think I'd end up getting it. I'm just curious. For sure. I I could be sold on it. I guess I would say undecided because I do like a party game. Mm -hmm. And this feels very party game like now charades, I think, is one of those inferior party games ever though okay. like i don't really like uh all right acting things out in that way but like we'll see okay okay i didn't know you hated traits um spy x family spy by family mission for peanuts three to five players 20 to 30 minutes ages 13 plus 15 dollars. it's a game of deduction deception changing roles and fast-paced rounds hand management card game and deduction I could see where this could be pretty fun without knowing anything. I don't know if this mm-hmm. is based on an IP or not. It looks like it could be. It looks be, like it could be. Yeah. And if it's real, like you got to get that to enjoy it. Of course, I don't. Uh, I don't know that, so I don't want to play that game. But if it's just, I, I could see a, a nice twenty to thirty minutes switching things around. Who's who? Mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with that. I could be. I'm interested. Yeah, I do not like deception, but if 
it staying brief, I think is better. And it's also a very affordable game too. So a little quick game, it might not overstay its welcome. And Deception Game is only welcome for a very small amount of time for me. Right. Keymaster Games has given us chicken, two to eight players, 10 to 20 minutes, $20. You're going to roll chickens, hatch eggs, and avoid those pesky foxes. Dice rolling, push your luck, dice arm. I have to say must have, because if you look <laughs> very closely, it's right there in my camera for oh, Adam. Oh, it's sorry. right there behind me. Uh, it oh. comes in a very silly container. I've complained about it on the Kickstarter episode. Have not played it yet, though, so I can't give any further kind of advice than that. The mechanisms in combination with the variety of play count and the price. It felt like something that I might be able to play very easily with my family or if it's just Aaron and I still be able to play. Agreed. Yeah, it, it checks a lot of boxes. I would also call this a must have. Now, moving on to Cosmos, we have an expansion for the Adventures of Robin Hood. It's the Adventures of Robin Hood Friar Tuck in Danger. Two to four players, 60 minute playtime. It's only $30. It's not too bad for an expansion. Uh, Friar Tuck joins Robin Hood for four new adventures. I don't know how many adventures were in the normal one. If that's like a good amount or a pathetically small amount, uh, it's a cooperative game. It's scenario mission campaign. It's an expansion for the base game and it's fantasy. I never played the original Robin Hood game. I wish there was more of a fun name for it. Tuck is stuck. Tuck out of time. <laughs> they didn't do those. So we're just, I'm going to have to say not interested. I will say undecided. I've almost bought this Robin Hood game many times. If I could get like a bundle with the expansion and the main game, because I've heard good things. If I could save a few dollars on that, it might kind of push me over the edge. So yeah, I'll, I'm going to say interested. Next up we've got, so they've got uh, Cosmos does the exit line yeah. of products on this. So this one is exit the game, advent calendar, mm -hmm. the silent storm. One to four players, 45 to 800 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's $50. Yeah. <laughs> Unravel the mystery of the silent storm. It's a cooperative game, deduction, murder mystery, puzzle. Last year, I'd say it was like November 29th or so. I thought, nah, maybe I should go get this advent calendar. Couldn't find it anywhere. Like I didn't, I could have like rush shipped it. And it will, still would have been like a day or two late. And I just decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to let that go for this year. And you can always yeah. eventually, it came back in stock because once there's that rush of what everybody wants, it is right when I was trying to buy it. So this year, I'm not going to mess around. This is going on must have. I'm going to buy yeah. it. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to see what it's like. And then that will determine will I go buy the back issues? Because even though it is a calendar, the advent thing, doesn't matter what year you really play it on. Uh, I know that Board Game Geek played through every day they posted like the next the day the previous day of the advent calendar so oh. that can be a nice way to see if you think it's something you would like knowing that there are other versions of the calendar yeah that's that's good advice yeah i i never really go to my way to buy them but i've had fun the ones i've played uh we did one yeah uh, did. over the uh like webcam mm -hmm. which was super fun mm -hmm. and that we did a summary of that so people should go back and listen to us talk about it yeah because that was really enjoyable yeah and i imagine you could probably just have one and be talking about it and kind of looking at the different things and like you know you can watch the board game geek one and sort of follow along with what they're doing but it is pretty fun to get a couple copies and be able to have the it in front of you long distance and you're talking about how you're going to solve it 
a little pricey for the advent calendar because if you're going to get two copies, you're talking about $100, whereas the regular exit games are usually like 20 or less. Yeah, most of the other ones are more attainable for that, but it's a pretty good experience, you know, especially if it's like the first time you're away from your gaming group or something, you know, like Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Now, exit the game. This one is for kids. It's the Jungle of Riddles. It's one to four players, 20 minute play time. It is ages six plus. That is lower than I would have thought. I think that's cool. But like, I find it very interesting that they were able to make a decent, decent game of this type for uh, age that young. It's $18. You combine pictures and cards to figure out how to answer riddles. Completely not interested because... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I I am gonna get stuck on something. Oh, that, like that's the, for six the year shame that will carry okay. with me because yeah, I'll overthink something. It's like it's just this bird here, and it's like no, no, no. There's something more. Like I'm like taking apart the box for something in there. Like you know, right? I don't need to be like the lowest solving person on the riddle of <laughs> whatever. I am going now. It looks like there's already a rating on this one. It was released in 2022. It's not rated very high on Board Game Geek. I think I'm still gonna go must have because I could see trying this with especially my niece. She really likes to think about why this thing is happening or what's the cause and effect. She's a strategic problem solver already at four. So this might be the, a good kind of thing to nurture that. I could definitely see it being either kids completely into it, completely not into it. Right. So yeah, I'd be interested to see if she liked it. The next exit game they're offering is The Disappearance of Sherlock Holmes. Oh. One to four players, 45 to 90 minutes. We're back at our $18 price point. Mm -hmm. Can you solve the riddles to prove that Sherlock Holmes didn't commit murder? Cooperative game deduction puzzle. I haven't done a lot of Sherlock Holmes stuff. I think it became a, did it get into like the public domain? Yeah. yeah. So there's so. just a lot of it everywhere, but I feel like I could get into it. And this could be a nice little doorway because there's some other um, Sherlock Holmes board games that are pretty well loved. Uh, so yeah, I think I'd put this at, gosh, how many exit games am I getting? Let's put it at interested. Let's not get crazy. Mm. I'll say this right now. I think he did do it okay. on the other side of this. Well. So I don't know that I'm going in with a very, <laughs> uh, very good mindset. So you're like, yep, guilty. I guess undecided. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for trial. So. Right. And the last exit game we have here is exit the game. The professor's last riddle. It's one of four players, 45 to 90 minutes, $18. Can you decipher the world-famous Professor Ian Jones's legacy? Cooperative game, deduction, adventure. Now, this is more of a theme that I like with these. You know, they're all oh. kind of similarly the same thing, but this feels more national treasury, like this okay. person's left a legacy of clues, because I feel like this is nearly something that could happen in real life. And I know I'm not getting a letter in the mail <laughs> with the treasure map, okay. but okay. I don't know that I'm not. Where's, does that put you oh. at must have? Oh, I'm going to go interested. Okay. Okay. I would have been less interested because I'm like, I don't know that dude. What if his riddle is stupid? Oh, I'm okay with that. I'll yeah. waste some time. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Overall, I've, we really covered the exit games uh, between the two of us. We're, we're pretty into it. Pretty into it. Yeah. Uh, we've got that high score. We're still on Cosmos games, mm -hmm. uh, everybody. High score, you're going to roll for points. Now, two to five players are going to do that. 
over the course of 30 minutes and for $15, they'll mm -hmm. do it. They're going to roll for points with new scoring and re-rolling options in each of seven rounds. Dice rolling, push your luck, dice. Why are they telling us new scoring? Is this like a new addition? Uh, no, I think, if I'm understanding this correctly, it's over the course of seven rounds, it's a new way of scoring and re-rolling. So one round oh. you may get three re-rolls, and it's this type of scoring. Round two, it's this kind of re-rolling, this type of scoring. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I think that I've almost, this is a 2021 game, I think I've almost bought this game before, possibly at Gen Con. I, I like when there's a... Uh, like you buy a bunch of things together and you get like a little bit off of all of them. I'm really primed for those kind of not that great of savings, but excitement at Gen Con. So I, I do like a dice game. I think I'll put this at, I can't say must have, but I am interested. This is a high must have for me. Um, I've, I've played this game. I've just made this, these rules up with Yahtzee. So like where you just kind of homebrew oh. stuff. And I feel like they might be kind of doing the same thing, but with like actual math and like game development. So okay. I'm, I'm totally on board. It's a Kinesia game. He's, he's very busy. All right. Inside job. Two to five players, 20 to 30 minutes, $20. Agents work together to complete missions and gather intel. But who's the insider? There's deduction, hand management. It's a card game. And there's spies and secret agents. Unconcerned. Not interested. Really? Spies are only, uh, you know, just, there's so much work. See, They're this exhausting. sounds like a party game to me. Oh, see, I did not, I, I, when you read that, at no point did I take that as a party game. I might have seen people play this online. I don't like deception, but this says deduction. I'm going to push it at undecided to uh. get a little bit more of a sense about what's this secret agents. I don't know that I'd like it, but I would think that you would. It depends. It feels very cooperative gaming as well, which I don't necessarily oh, like. I think it's, a, it doesn't I think say it's, it's a cooperative also. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I would like it more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, a, I think it's a trader. And again, I, I think I have seen a stream of it, but I, I not with full attention. Mm, okay. We'll maybe circle back around. Maybe a future episode. We'll talk yeah. about what we find out. The next game is though, and the last game for Cosmos is My City, Roll and Build. One to six players, 30 minutes, $20. Roll and write adaptation of the award-winning city-building game, My City. Dice rolling, grid coverage, city building. Yeah, I want it. I'm playing My sure. City right now on a board game arena with someone. So, uh, yeah, I want it. Yep. It's the third time I've played My City. Yeah, it's, it's a solid game. I, I think a... Roll and write adaptation makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'm into it. And moving on to last night games, we have Galaxy Rush. It's two players. It's 20 minutes, $30. A car drafting, engine building, set collecting, strategic race across the galaxy. What's not to love? Open drafting, set collection, card game, science fiction. Now it's, ga it's, it's would, spacey. It is spacey, but it's spacey racy, which is different than <laughs> like spacey buildy. <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> because like a, a racing game, again, the skin matters a little less for me if we're yeah. just like the concept of racing. So, yeah. and if they're talking about cards and set collecting in order to accomplish something, I would say I am mildly interested. Do the far right click on interested. Like, don't oh. go real far left on it. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go over here for me, though. Oh, okay. Because I was okay. about to say, like, must have. Let's see what happens. But you know what? Show a little bit of restraint. And I'm just pulling myself right inside of the left side of that yes. button to interested personally. Uh, the next game uh, from last night games is horticulture. One to 10 players, 20 minutes, 
$25. Plan your own garden and score points for planting according to your plan. Drawing, abstract strategy, farming. I think this was on Kickstarter, and I did not back it. I, drawing is one of the things. I think I'm going to put this at undecided because I don't remember why I didn't back it. Like, did I look into it and find something out or did it just kind of naturally pass the timeline and I just never got around to it? It, it does sound like the most generic game in some yeah. ways. Like, yeah, it, it, we feel like we moved past this, but maybe we haven't. Maybe they are. Maybe it is just classic fun. I, I'm currently not interested, though. Okay. And from Low Tech Games. Now, I kind of remember us saying something about Low Tech Games last time. I don't think it was necessarily positive. I think the Low Tech, oh, okay. like it did in fact look low tech. Here we have the expedition. It's one to three players. It's five to 15 minute playtime. It's $15. Space explorers vie for locations to earn points and complete exploration goals. Area majority influence, grid movement, card game, space exploration. I don't know why locations and exploration are capitalized in that tagline. I, I don't either. It's it didn't make me more interested, but I was already pretty low on the interested yeah. ranking. So I am I am not interested in this I, game. I think I'm not interested. We're gonna jump over to Lucky Duck Games. They're presenting to us Cosmoctopus. Now that's one to four players, 60 to 90 minutes for $40. You're going to earn tentacles to prove your devotion to the cutest cephalopod in the cosmos. Area movement, hand management, adventure, fantasy. You straight up tackled that cephalopod hiding in that sentence. That was, that was great. <laughs> I don't really, I'm not into octopus. It's the whole point here and that you find them somewhat endearing. I find them suspicious at best. I am not interested. I definitely prefer my tentacled game creatures to be more, you know, sinister than cute. Oh, like in okay. a game, like, okay. like a menacing Cthulhu-like character seems more fun somehow than the cute ones. So I'm going to say not interested for that reason. I mean, given your explanation, I would have had to push this way higher. If it's like this or <laughs> Cthulhu, I'd be like, oh, well, must have then. If that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, this one is an expansion for It's a Wonderful World. It's it's a Wonderful World, Leisure and Decadence. One to five players, oh. 30 to 60 minutes. It's $40. It's a multi-game campaign for It's a Wonderful World. There's open drafting, scenario, mission, campaign game, card game, and civilization. Well, I do like It's a Wonderful World if it's the game I'm thinking of, mm -hmm. which I think it is. Mm -hmm. And this seems, a multi-game campaign sounds good at $40. Yeah. I, I see no reason why I wouldn't want to play this. So therefore, that means I believe by rule it's a must-have. I was pretty close to a must-have. I wasn't sure if I was there or interested. So glad you said it. Feels like maybe that's something to pick up. It's not. It says 2020. Yeah, I don't think it's new. And I think there's more than one of these like expansions that are like campaign expansions. The It's hmm. a Wonderful Kingdom has a very campaign feel to it. And I haven't loved that. But maybe oh. I would like it more on It's a Wonderful World than I do separately. And I haven't played that much of It's a Wonderful Kingdom, I, like bar barely any. But yeah, I think I'm still highly interested in this one. Next up is My Shelfie. Two to four players, 30 minutes, $40. Fill your shelves in a winning way. In-game bonuses, pattern building, abstract strategy. I am lovingly not interested. This is on BGA. Oh. I've played it on there. 
And I think that I'm perfectly fine playing it on there for as long as it may exist there. I don't think I want the actual physical copy. I will say that it stands up kind of like a Connect 4 board, but everyone gets their own. You drop the pieces down into it. So it's, it's not just a flat piece of cardboard. Well, I would have thought you would have liked this. So if you don't like this, I certainly won't <laughs> like it by rule. So I'm going to say not interested. Yeah, it's, it's not because it's a bad game. Anything like that, for me, the type of game it is, and then it's already on BGA, I'm kind of like, well, I think I'm good. I think that works for me. Nimalia is two to four players. It's 25 to 30 minutes. It's $20. You're building the best animal sanctuary in a limited space with changing objectives, ellipses, closed drafting, grid coverage, animals, and environmental. This seems okay. I think this could be all right. The term... Namalia, I'm not familiar with. And I keep trying to make it like, is it animal backwards? Nope. Is oh, it something no. else? Nope. And maybe it's just a, a non-English reference or something, or even an English reference. Not that good it is sometimes. But I don't like the name, honestly. And is it Namalia? I wonder if it's Namalia. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say not interested. I think I'm interested. And I can't say that it was exactly the ellipsis that did it. But it did make me more intrigued. I do wonder what it's going to be because building an animal sanctuary seems fairly cut and dry. Where it's yes, kind of like in a limited space. Oh, you know what? No more otters. We changed our minds. Get them out of there. What? Okay. Yeah, it's all like right. they're all poisonous now. And it's only twenty dollars. <laughs> right. So that's the thing. If a game you're not certain about, the twenty dollars makes it more low risk than saying I'm going to spend you know one hundred and fifty dollars on Kingsfire right. and find out if I like that. That's fair. We're going to then go to Oros. One to four players, 60 to 120 minutes, $50. Form mountains and build sacred monuments in the pursuit of wisdom and knowledge. Grid movement, square grid, abstract strategy, mythology. I don't know. It sounds like it'd be perfectly fine, but something about it for me, it looks like a game I would play on Steam, but I don't know mm -hmm. if that's something that I want to play in real life on that topic and who knows if it'll come up in here yet i don't know who publishes it dwarf romantic was a steam game i played it and then it became a board game and i bought it so maybe i just need to play the digital version of this whether it exists or not to get me excited right. but i'm just i'm i'm not it's even nice art i'm just not interested and i don't really know why it's just not calling to me it feels like to me when i read this and see this mm. it seems like ai generated like just oh. they pick board game words and put it on there, but like nothing's really okay. specific enough. And that's okay. why I'm like off put by that. So I'm also not interested for that. Reason. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just generic enough that nothing's like really grabbing here. Okay. okay. From Mayday Games, the only game they have listed here. Ahoy! Kitten! Two to six players, 15 to 20 minutes. It's $20. This is ages six plus. Cat pirates fighting for fish by bluffing and set collection. I, we don't need six-year-olds bluffing. Set collection, simultaneous action selection, animals, and bluffing. Why, why teach the children to lie? You're making a good point, because it is tell the truth, except when you're dealing with cats and whole, fish. Yes, yes. And so the double right. standard of society begins. Right, right. When under maritime law, apparently you don't have to, you no. know, so. No. Yeah, uh, not interested for a bucket of reasons. I'm not interested for the future of our nation. Now we're going to go to Mighty Boards. And Mighty Boards has given us Hamlet, the village building game. One to four players, 25 to 100 minutes. 
$50, you're going to grow a humble hamlet into a bustling town. Network and route building, pickup and deliver, city building, economic. Here's the thing. I keep hearing about this game in a way that's starting to make me resent it. And that's not fair because all they're doing is marketing. Apparently, uh, a hamlet is a town without a church. I think this is maybe a British, oh. maybe an old kind of thing. I don't know. That's what they're still doing. So you're building the church and then the, like the game's over when you've built the church. It's my understanding. It seems okay. fine. It seems like something I'd, I'd like, but I think this is something I want to get on like a clearance sale, a scratch and dent. And that's only because the marketing is maybe has worked too well where I'm just a little like, yes, yes, Hamlet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that seems reasonable. I would say I, I'm interested. It seems like enough good stuff mm -hmm. in a game. Big enough, but not crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't even argue that. Now we have Vengeance, Roll and Fight, Episode 1. It's one of four players, 30-minute playtime. It's $50. Why roll and write when you can roll and fight? Real-time dice. Boy, a real-time dice-rolling fighting game. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say must-have. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> because yeah. I don't know if I was must-have but yeah, why not? It's a little high, but I think I'm hoping it's a little high because the dice are well-made. Correct. And, and there's some thought and some good mm -hmm. game development under there. You got to pay mm -hmm. for your time on stuff. I mean, because punches in real life are also real time. So I like that it's on brand. <laughs> sure, sure. Next up is going to be Vengeance, Roll and Fight, mm -hmm. episode two. Yeah. Everything is exactly the same, including why roll and write when you can roll and fight. Yeah. What makes it episode two? Even the cover art is exactly the same, except the color. There's like one main color splash in the middle, and it's different. I don't know if that means they're both must have in that either one of them is as valid as the next. Like, I don't know. We've got nothing at this point to distinguish the two. No, but I feel like I want both of them for some reason. All right, like, they did it. Yeah. They made it work. From Mind Clash Games, we have Astra. Two to five players. It's 40 to 90 minutes. There's no price given. You'll discover constellations in a highly interactive tactical contest for fame. Action retrieval, area majority influence, abstract strategy, and card game. Now we're playing this game I, currently. Yep. Uh-huh. And if I was going to start describing it, I wouldn't it wouldn't have. be those words. <laughs> That's for sure. No. We're not using, no. It's... It, again, we play without knowing the rules, so yeah. we have to always have like an asterisk next exactly. to that. Exactly, exactly. But I'm not interested, is what I would say. <laughs> I don't, here's the thing, we've been playing it. We just kind of, yeah. you know, we go with the flow. We see what board game arena tells us we can and can't do. I didn't know that they thought it was a highly interactive tactical contest. Like, that's an intense set of words for we've been playing this card game where I'm clicking to fill in the stars and then I get cards. Right. That is actually pulling me away from it, I think, a little bit. It could depend on the actual price of the game. All I've seen so far when we are playing it is just cards. So it could be a pretty small game. Right. And that that might factor in a little bit. And it's age 10 plus for a highly interactive tactical contest. So maybe they're just getting a little excited about the phrasing there and we're taking it too seriously. And I think maybe also poor placement following a rolling fighting game and then telling me how interactive and tactical this is. Yeah, it, right, right, it might right. Be bad luck. Yeah. Next up, we've got Monster Fight Club, which is the producer of this game. 
and they've made Borderlands, Mr. Torg's Arena of Badassery. That's one to four players, 60 minutes. Now, it's going to cost you $120. Ooh. Vault Hunters team up to fight dangerous foes and score individual rewards. Campaign, battle card-driven, dice-rolling adventure. Borderlands is a video game. I, I think, yeah, it looks like it's the same logo here. I've played it a little bit, not very much, not necessarily a game I'm huge on. That is a very high price. I wonder if it does have miniatures in it as well. There's a campaign aspect, so maybe that's what's kind of adding the extra cost there. But in any case, I am not interested. This is the game that has like that kind of like cell shading graphic style, like that jet set radio kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, one of I many. Don't, I don't like it. Okay. Not interested. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, all right. Moving on to Cyberpunk Red Combat Zone. It is two to four players, 45 to 90 minutes, $120, just like the game before it. You'll rule the streets of Night City. Fast-paced combat in the world of Cyberpunk Red. Action points, dice rolling, miniatures, science fiction. That pretty much confirms miniatures on the other one for me. Right. And, you know, the real flaw is they named the city Night City. I think you're asking for trouble. You know, <laughs> if they called it... Fun Town Express or something. Yeah. They might not be in this pickle, but uh, it's probably super cool. I'd want to walk by and watch somebody play it for like yeah. 10 minutes while like waiting for a hoagie at like okay. the, the sandwich shop next door. Uh -huh. It's good. It's good. Hoagie waiting game, I bet. So, right. so there's not, not interested. Okay. I was going to say there's yeah. not a hoagie waiting button this year. Yeah. We can right. hope for next right. year. And then uh, so going over to North Star Games Studio, Ella and Something Shiny. One player. 30 to 45 minutes. Eight plus is the age on this. I think that's relevant. Mm -hmm. $65 price tag. Choose your path as Ella on an epic adventure across a mystical world. Narrative choice and paragraph. Scenario mission campaign game. Adventure and anim animals. This is not the right age range. Is not hitting the right things for me. I've heard good things about this. I think it's kind of like maybe a little bit of an introduction into tabletop RPG-ish because it's so narrative driven. And even though it's one player, I think maybe it's really more as many people as you want to sit around together and tell this story. I don't know if they really intend like someone eight years old is actually playing this by themselves. Not sure. Um, but personally, I'm not interested. As a child, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed choose your own adventure style books. Mm. And I feel like at that age, especially like that's like, it's very cool to imagine yourself in these situations. And I don't know how much this is like that and how much this is a game game. And I'm not interested in any of this in this yeah. particular thing, but I like that this exists because I think that did a lot of cool things to my brain, I think. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. hope that people in an age bracket would that could get the benefit. I hope it's doing that for their brain. Oh, that's nice. And the other game from North Star Game Studio is Inheritors. Two to four players, 30 to 45 minutes, $20. The king is dead. Influence the five realms and claim your place on the throne. In-game bonuses, hand management, animals, card game. Now, I should like this game. Mm -hmm. I like the art seems pretty cool mm -hmm. cards doing stuff. It's fairly quick, fairly inexpensive. I mean, the word is heir though, right? You're an heir to a throne, not an inheritor of the throne, right? What's the difference? I think you could inherit the throne without being the heir to the throne. Oh, like there wasn't okay. an heir to the throne, like the actual 
regular okay, way. Okay. Maybe like gotcha. if there was a family thing, there wasn't an actual person who should have taken it. So maybe you're an outsider. Okay. okay interesting. Yeah. That's okay. what then I think. I'm interested now. Okay. okay. I just had to sort through the legalese. Okay. <laughs> you're on board. I, I match that with interested short play time, low cost. So I kind of wonder, is it like 10 cards, you know? Um, oh, sure. That's I'm not too sure about. Then we've got obscure reference games, starting with Overlords of Infamy, one to five players, 60 to 90 minutes, $70. Set collection, take that, fantasy, humor. I don't think I like this. That's a long take that playtime. The art and kind of vibe makes me think, is it somewhere between like munchkin, critical role, that kind of style of world like a funny take on mainstream tabletop rpgs yeah it could and i i can barely get through munchkin and like it's it's funny maybe once like mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. it's usually not like hilarious like ah and then that's it yeah. and that's for 70 dollars. i'm gonna pass yeah since we both passed it's we're probably not interested in the expansion for overlords of infamy Misery loves company. It's the same. Oh, actually, it's one to six players instead of one to five. Playtime gets extended a little bit as well. It's $40. It doesn't tell us what the mechanisms are. No tagline either. Yeah, not interested. Not interested. But we are going to see Oink Games now. Yeah. And they're going to first ask us to make the difference with the game Make the Difference. Mm-hmm. Two to four players, 15 to 30 minutes, $30. Draw mistakes and spot others' mistakes. Drawing. I might put this at must-have. I want to point out that mistakes uh, in both mentions there are in quotes. So draw so-called mistakes and spot others' so-called mistakes. And I think I might put this at must-have because of all the board games that I have, and as many times as my mom has come over during board game day, the only game she has ever played is an oink game called A Fake Artist Goes to New York. So this is another oink game about drawing. Maybe this will be the second board game out of all the games my mom plays. She's a retired art teacher, so that tracks. Yeah, uh, if it's any, that game is super fun. That fake artist game, if it's anything like that in the same spirit of that, this seems like it will be a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, on board, must have. And the other one from Oink Games, I think they'll have more games than this, actually, at Gen Con. They had a ton last year, but these might be some of their newer ones that they didn't bring before. Tiger and Dragon, two to five players, 20-minute playtime. It's $40. Attack and defend to play out your hand of numbered tiles. It's a hand management game. I like Oink Games and generally trust them. So Mm -hmm. even though this description is not really selling me on this, they're going to get an undecided right. as a gift for their history of making <laughs> fun games. I, I think I'll stick with that, too, because this is a little more expensive than your average oint game. So that pulls me a little bit away from interested. I'm not sure what is contributing to the higher price there. Right. And a lower age bracket and a, like a lower age, higher. price. Oh, it is. It is. And I think I wonder if their games usually are a lower age bracket. I'm not sure. We're going to go over to the OP, the op, if you will. And I will. First up, we have 
An expansion for Disney Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliance Core Set. This one is Disney Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliances at the ready. Two to four players, 35 minutes. Going to cost you a $20 bill. Robin Hood, Mrs. Potts, and Mulan join the fight in the arena. Area movement, card play, conflict resolution, collectible components, expansion for base game. I think I could only get into this if I got one big bundle of it. Because I think the regular box comes with, you know, a set amount of people. And then all of these extra expansions are just more and more Disney characters. I have to be very wary of collectible things because that's already a little bit in my nature to want to get a complete set. I'd have to really start with a pretty good box before I would start adding these different little expansions. So I'm going to say not interested. How do you know how many of these they've made roughly? Cause I feel like if we're no. now Mulan seems like a, uh, a, a first round draft pick in the, if I'm going to pick like mm-hmm. fighting characters of Disney, mm-hmm. Mrs. Potts. And that's not what we're, we're not picking fighting characters. That's not what we're doing. Oh, cause they no. joined the fight. So I was like, boy, yeah, Mrs. Potts is a rough one. That's uh, yeah. I, I think it's more generic. Like, it doesn't really matter what their battle skills would be. They have made equally balanced abilities for every character they might add. Mm, okay. Yeah. Then not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we cleared that up. Um, express route, express route route. I think either is acceptable. I think I say, I, you know, I think I switch it up actually. Sometimes I'm going to go route. Express route, one to four players, 60 minute playtime. It's $40. You use the tools at your disposal to satisfy customer demand. It says cooperative. That sounds, I guess it wouldn't necessarily be pick up and deliver, but something about customer demand makes me think in the, you know, express, express route. I wonder if it's like that. What's that uh, video kitchen game where you have to like cooperate to do oh, things? Oh, Overcooked. I wonder if it's like, oh, you're you're running the steam room. Uh-huh. I got to be the mechanic on the, you know, right. getting the pipes to the whatever, the wheels. In that sense, I could understand how it could be. And that could be kind of fun. Yeah. But I don't actually know if that's what it is. So no? I just made up a different game, possibly. I'm undecided. Clearly. I Do you like Overcooked? I can't stand it. Oh, I didn't think so. I love it. Jason really yeah. likes it. Aaron is kind of on the fence where, like, I think he likes being with people. And having a nice time, but like that particular type of stress is not necessarily enjoyable for him. So, uh, yeah, it can be hard to find a good group that all think that's fun. And there are not just like, but wait, I don't work in a kitchen. I would probably like this. I don't I'm going to put it at interested. I think pushing to must have. I'm not quite there. Next up, we have mishmatch. Two to eight players, 10 to 20 minutes, ten dollars. Spot the matches and give them a slap. Okay. Pattern recognition, animals, card game. I'm not interested because I thought it was a mix match. Mishmatch? First of all, and yeah, then that's it's not just a, a phrase, I think. Okay. Yeah, it's mismatch or mix, mix and match. match. Like there's oh, lots mismatch. of things it is. Yeah. But not Mish, that. I don't know what mishmatch is, though. Hard to say is what it is. And like call it slap match or like, you know what? Never mind. I'm not here to no. be there. No, we're we're not into it. it. It seems like it might be kind of just a kid's game. And I like spot it well enough. And that's the closest like that can be kind of soothing oh, to like. Yeah. But part of that is like, I don't know. You're just kind of zoned in and clicking. I play only on BGA. Mm. I don't. It's not, it's not a dexterity game like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the perfect wave. Not nearly enough information here. It is thirty five dollars. That's. That's a lot of what we know. Grab your board, paddle out, and surf your way to greatness. That sounds fun. Uh, It's a card game. 
That's it. So $35 surfing card game. Is that enough to have you at must have? Oh, well, certainly not a must have. Okay. <laughs> I, I think the correct answer would be undecided, but I will pick not interested because I prefer thoroughness above okay. anything else. Because they know they're bringing it, but they don't know players. Know. And I wonder if that's something about just the way these get submitted. Like it just didn't get auto picked up into this field. It doesn't list a designer either. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at non-interested. If it, it if it picks up, if those details come in, then who knows? Maybe we'll circle back. We then have Tapple 10, one to zero players. What? You, uh, five to 15 minutes, uh, age eight plus, only $10. It's a memory word game. It seems like it's, if I say it seems like we're reading more of the description. This isn't my uh, psychic ability here. There's 10 unique games that are in this tappling, uh, so to speak. It's 80 cards, the 160 categories, instruction booklets, how to play. Boy, it seems One like something players. I would like. Yeah? Okay. Boy, don't for some reason. Is it must have? It's 10 bucks. No, there's something there's something off about it. There's just it's something <laughs> okay. you know, like when it's like too good of a deal where you're like, no, 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 you're not getting me today, Tappleton. Okay. I'm not interested. I'll go about okay. my, you know, I'll say undecided. I could be sold wow. on it, I'm sure. Wow, yeah. you cooled right down. All right. And finally, what the cup? It's three to six players. It's 10 to 20 minutes. It's $23. It's a social bluffing dice game featuring handheld dice cups and fierce competition. It's deduction. Take that bluffing. Now I don't know what this game is. And yet also, it's 100% just some version of Liar's Dice, I believe, yeah. because it's looking at dice, dice under a cup. cup. And again, I yeah. don't know this. I'm, I'm correct. Um, <laughs> so Liar's Dice is, it was probably fun back in the time of Pharaohs and Kings when that's the games they had to play. Uh -huh. I think we've moved past it, so I'm okay. not interested. I'm not interested, and I think that might go in that category of new takes on something that I wasn't that interested in the first place, kind of like the... Uh, player judge games i'm not looking to accumulate those but if that's your thing you know we've got another one here in what the cup osprey games has given us general orders general oh. orders <laughs> world war ii two players 30 minutes 35 dollars take command of axis and allied troops at the height of world war ii worker placement war game world war ii that's Ugh. that's heavy on a theme that I this is how I also feel about like true crime podcasts. They're very popular. It's not how I want to spend like my leisure entertainment time. It's uncomfortable to me to be entertained by this crime. I feel kind of the same way about the war stuff. I'm not one to like just read up on it for its historical value. So I'm not I'm definitely not into it for board games so that's a not interested for me yeah i i agree with you on every note with this as well as the true crime stuff mm. i i i know i kind of i think overcorrect where we differ is i'm okay with like kind of horror stuff because it's oh, not yeah. real like okay. it, it's fantasy which for me makes a big difference like if it's actual things real people suffer horror. That, that's horror right there like yeah. fake yeah. monsters or whatever uh but yeah i'm not not into the horror stuff we kind of know where we're going with this next one. Undaunted Battle of Britain. It's two players. It's 45 to 60 minutes. It's $55. Pit the RAF against the Luftwaffe over beaches, fields, and cities of England. Deck bag and pool building, dice rolling, aviation slash flight, and war game. 
It's something Air Force, right? I'm just trying Royal, to figure out what our uh, Royal, Royal Air, Air Force. Force. Yeah, but that's it for England. Okay, okay nice job. Okay, I, that's all I wanted to play with the game. I'm good. Not interested. I just want that. <laughs> I figured that out. Yeah, I same thing with the war. I've heard really good stuff about Undaunted. That it is an excellent game. It's won, I believe, quite a many awards. And I think on the recent No Pun Included podcast, they were saying that like the other war games feel distance. They live in Britain, and oh. this one felt like. Oh, but I've heard like people I know have talked about this battle and it was sort of doing that thing of like, nah, maybe this is too real. Like it, it, maybe it doesn't have that kind of game fun distance. And I know, I think that's a thing that's pretty common. A little bit of distance lets it be entertainment. It gets a little too close to home and then maybe not so much. Right. Uh, We've gone over to Pandasaurus games from here, starting off with After Us. One to six players, 40 to 60 minutes, $50. Grow the collective intelligence of your monkey tribe faster than your opponents. Deck bag and pool building, race, animals, card game. They had me until monkey tribe. And that's fine. That's fine. It's called after us. I get it. But nah, I don't want the monkey tribe. I'm I'm going not interested. And I think you and I both know they sold me with monkey tribe. So <laughs> I am at a high interested. Okay. With that. <laughs> Orum, three to four players, 30 to 45 minutes, $15. Ages seven Ooh. plus, play as an alchemist melding base metals into gold. It's a team based trick taking card game. They've made some pretty good trick taking games as of late. So yeah. I feel like that's putting me, like the cover's doing nothing for me, but I feel like I'm interested to see what it could be. Okay. You know, the crew was so good. Yeah. I'm interested on price. This three to four players starting a play count makes sense for trick taking. The cover's doing a little bit for me. I think it's pulling me maybe up oh. into interested. So how about that? Then we're going to go on to, oh boy, I almost said Bacon Patrol. It's Beacon <laughs> Patrol. It's Bacon Colors on the front, by the way, which is bit. also confusing. A little bit. It is Beacon Patrol. I don't want anyone asking for Bacon Patrol from Pandasaurus Games. Mm-hmm. It's one to four players, 30 to 45 minutes, $20. Together, you navigate the coast of the North Sea to secure its waterways. Cooperative game, grid movement, abstract strategy, exploration. Yeah. I mean, must have 20, let's see, $20. Cooperative. Yeah, must have. Oh, I really kind of sold myself on the bacon patrol more. So this is pretty disappointing once we Mm -hmm. got to just securing waterways. Mm -hmm. So not very interested now. (laughs) Q-Birds. Q-Birds? It's two to five players. It's 20 minute playtime. It's $20. This is not a new game, 2018. Um, but you group birds into flocks and help them find their way back to their nest. Hand management, set collection, animals, and card game. I have a question for you. Yeah. Is this part of the uh, Kubitos empire? No. Oh, then not interested. <laughs> I think you can play this on BGA. Um, mm. So there's that. Uh, I've played it. It's fine, uh, but I'm not interested in owning it. Then we go to District Noir. Two players, 10 to 20 minutes, $15. Collect cards from the line only when the time is right. Hand management, open drafting, card game. Hand management, open drafting. So I guess you're drafting maybe from that line. Maybe you can only hold so many cards at once. Just a two-player game for $15, though. It seems like just a very, a tiny little card game. I don't love noir stuff, so I think I'm going to go interested. I like the voices of talking like someone okay. from the 1920s. So okay. and I would do that. Well, I think it makes less people want to play with me. So therefore, <laughs> I'm undecided. Okay. <laughs> uh, emerge. 
two to four players, 75 minute playtime, $50. You research and populate newly emerged islands. Oh, I guess like lava flows, like volcanoes, newly emerged islands. Okay. Uh, dice rolling, worker placement with dice workers, dice, 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 dice. With the information I've got, I don't know that it's a very exciting theme for me. Because if it's newly formed from lava stuff, it's not like there's going to be like ancient treasure there. It's probably going to be rocks. Unless the ancient treasure is coming up from the seabed, being formed by something. Or like shot out of the volcano. See, now we're making a more fun game. Well, you know, treasure volcano. <laughs> that's getting an interest in. That's yeah. not what this, they call theirs. I'm going to go undecided. I am going, uh, I'm close to must have only because oh. I, I do like dice and I like worker placement with dice workers. Okay. Mm, you know what? You know what? Let's live bold. Let's put it Ooh. on must have. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Pandasaurus Games is offering us the Fox experiment. That's one to four players, 60 minutes of playtime, $60. That's a dollar a minute. Breed foxes over five generations and see what traits develop as they become friendlier. Dice rolling, in-game bonuses, animals, dice. This was on Kickstarter. It's Elizabeth Hargrave of Wingspan fame. And I didn't get it then. And I think I, I don't think I've seen anything that's pushed me over the edge now. Not anything particular to tell me back either. It's just, it hasn't been anything that's especially caught my attention. So I'm going to say not interested. Yeah, I I don't love the theme. I'm not a big let's be breeding things. And if they're going to do it, do it with like dragons or unicorns because I can't oh. really be mad about that then also. Like, yeah, I, I wonder if this is foxes are so popular. I wonder if this is everything. historical. Like, was there actually a fox experiment? And this is talking oh, about probably. that. That's yeah, fair. could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like foxes are just like the animal of the year. There's so much fox stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many animals out there. There's a lot of dog stuff. Too. You know what? Uh, that's a different podcast about uh, the <laughs> math on animals. I am not interested. Not interested. Finally, from Panasaurus Games, Sea Salt and Paper. Two to four players, 30 to 45 minute playtime, a mere $15. A few delicately folded papers and a whole marine universe comes to life. Hand management, melding and splaying. Well, now, melding I'm already intrigued splaying. by melding and splaying. I I would I almost want to put this a must have for yep. fifteen dollars and melding and splaying. Yep. You know what? I'm gonna do it. Must have. It. I want to learn in the moment. I was close. I think melding and splaying is gonna be like uh, Rummy Cube. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, I don't know that. That's a guess. That's a guess. Paverson Games brings us distilled one to five players, thirty to one hundred fifty minute playtime, ninety dollars. Purchase goods, upgrade your distillery, and craft the world's finest spirits. It's hand management, income, card game, and economic. Is there anything fantastical about this? It could looks a little fantasy, but I don't think it actually is. I don't think there's anything fantasy. I'm not in love with the art, personally. I think that, this is just fair. regular, real-world distillery. Undecided. I'd have to be pretty sold on it. I'd have to hear like it's the best game ever. Yeah, it's a steep price, too. You gotta be sure. Pinebox Entertainment's bringing a 7th C, City of Five Sales. Two to four players, 20 to 80 minutes, $60. Swashbuckle your way to power. Action event, area majority influence, card game, fantasy. Aaron accuses me of buying every pirate game. And right. I'm going to take this opportunity to prove how wrong he is. I, I don't want this. Something about it looks a little 
I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe I'm being influenced by Pine Box Entertainment, which is a coffin. Yes. Oh yes. I, I'm. Not, it's, it may not be fair, but this is not the pirate adventure I want to go on. I, I'm not interested. I also don't really understand the city of five sails. Is that what they're calling like, the boat? Like the boat is a city and it has five sails. Is that what they're oh, trying to do? I I don't know. Because also there's five people on the designer list, and that seems like a lot. That's a lot oh. of. It's a lot of sales on the city. And I don't know if like each one is a different sale. I don't I don't think I'm gonna have a good time with this for some any of the reasons I may have mentioned or not. So I'm not interested for those reasons. Two of the designers are named Case. I don't know. They met at a at a case name meetup. Group I guess and just... so. And talked about pirates. From Plaid Hat Games, we have an expansion for Ashes Reborn. It is Ashes Reborn, Red Reigns, the Corpse of Viros. It's one to two players, 30 to 60 minute playtime, $40. Phoenixborn work together to take down the fiendish Chimera. Card play, conflict resolution, cooperative game, expansion for base game, card game. Now, I want to promise everybody listening, I do like fantasy things. Because uh-huh. these fantasy games come up and I never pick them. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they're very fun. But I like in general, I'm a pretty big fantasy nerd outside yeah. of these things. I'm also not interested in this. I'm not. Ashes is like a thing, a pretty popular one, I think, or at least I've seen a lot of it. I have not gotten any of it. I'm I'm staying on that side of it and saying not interested for this expansion. Next up, we have Freelancers, a crossroads game. Three to seven players, 90 to 180 minutes, $60. Explore the garbage of a ruined world in the new gig economy. Deck bag and pool building. Role-playing, adventure, dice. I bet it's fine, but I just don't want to explore the garbage of a ruined world. Like, that's that's kind of bumming me out. So I'm going to go not interested. I know. And you know you're going to be clicking either interested or must-have. And that's what I'm debating <laughs> on this side. All right. Because that's so exciting to me oh. of a concept. Oh. The three to seven players is the only reason I'm putting interested instead of must-have okay. on this. Oh, whatever it takes. From Pops and Bijou Games, we have Channel One. That's W-O-N. Ah. Two to six players, 30 to 60 minutes. It's $35. Report news stories to earn a spot at the anchor desk for Channel One News. Action drafting, hand management, card game humor. If they're going to keep with the puns, I like that. If it's a humorous card uh-huh. game, undecided is where I'm going to land on that, though. Yeah, I think undecided. I'm not sure exactly where the humor comes in and you're reporting the news stories. I don't know if I don't know if that's a little bit of acting at all or if it is just all a card game. Not exactly sure about that. And it's not a publisher or designers that I know of. Next up from Hoodcat Games, Davy Jones's Locker. The Kraken Awakes. Nope, that's not the word at all. The Kraken Wakes. One to four players, 60 to 180 minutes, $80. Work with your fellow captains to upgrade your ships and take down the Kraken. Action event, cooperative game, card game, fighting. I think that maybe I donated a dollar to this Kickstarter so that I could have access to the Pledge Manor, technically. But I believe the designer is local, and I just thought that was neat. If it's the game I'm thinking, I've decided I'm not interested in the full game. It's just a little expensive, and I'm I'm not sure that I'm getting that value back out of it. I'm not interested in this. 
It's at a length, but 180 minutes is a long time. Yeah. For certain, I will be looking at the rule to see if I can shoot another player instead of the Kraken at some point to try to speed this along. Mm-hmm. And I bet the answer is no. And that's probably going to put me into a not an interesting category. Yeah, it does say cooperative. And for a big game, sometimes the cooperation part helps it being so long because you're probably not like waiting a long time on someone else's turn. Um, But I've already got one gigantic pirate game that I don't play enough and lots of small ones. Uh, From Randolph Games, we have Bravo Bravo, two to 12 players, 15 minute playtime, $10. Flip a card and act in harmony with other players without making any mistakes. It is a memory real time party game. Yeah, I like party games. I just besmirched charades, and this feels a little charades-like, but I think it'd be pretty funny. I'm going to go interested. Okay. I'd probably officially be on a low undecided. That's fair. And I might join you one day after having played that. (laughs) We're then going to go, still with Randolph Games, of course, CDSK, 2 to 16 players, an estimate of 42 to 97 minutes. Okay. $35. Correctly answer to questions on a specific topic at a self-assessed difficulty. I said those words, right? I did. That's all of them. Okay. It's got questions and answers, track movement, trivia. So I have seen this game. I've just seen the cover of it before, and I'm not seeing what it is in the description. I think it's like curiosity, knowledge, like the those four CDSK stands for, I think, the four categories in the game uh mm-hmm. so how well do you know this subject too confident question mark you won't go anywhere too careful you'll be crawling but if you answer just right you'll zoom off to glorious victory draw a card matching the space you're on then move your place as far forward as the difficulty you set get the answer right oh if uh, you get the answer right oh oh so maybe you either don't move at all or even move backwards so if you say oh yeah it's this category i'm gonna get 10 and then you miss it maybe there's a limit on that though that's a little more interesting but are right. you interested? I'm going undecided. Absolute must have. Absolute sounds... must have. Let me bet on myself. Are you kidding me? Oh, Please. you know what? Let me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're really hitting your bingo card now, aren't we? Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Link to food. You know what? I think we talked about these last year. These were released in 2018. We're going to talk about them again, though, real quick. Um, One to 10 players, 30 to 45 minute playtime, $13. You share your knowledge to match clues and illustrated cards about food. It's a cooperative game. It's educational. It's trivia. Now, I have no idea what I said the last time we talked about yeah. it. I'm going to say I like some food trivia. I'm going to go interested. Ooh, I was going to be $13? not. $13? Yeah, that's true. The one player, who are you sharing your knowledge with? I guess you're just matching the clues then. Yeah, I, I would have been not interested, but how do you feel about travel? Not as good spoiler alert. Uh, link to travel. <laughs> Everything's the same, same price. Now I do remember talking about it because I think I was against travel last time. Okay. I think there was a third one last year. Oh, there was well, a drop that one. Didn't make it. Not interested in the traveling part of this, though. Not nope. interested. I'm also not interested. Miller Zoo is one to six players, 30 minute play time. It's $35. You play the real miller zoo team as you work together to take care of your zoo's animals action points cooperative game and animals no i'm good i'm not interested i don't know what the real miller zoo is i'm also not interested seems like it could be a good little game just by the stats there the next up of course we've got romy remy and that's two to four (laughs) players 30 minutes and 15 dollars 
a very original variant of rummy. It's a rummy, rummy, rummy. <laughs> Contracts, hand management, card game. That does look cute. I don't think I, I need a very original variant of rummy. Very cute box. Looks like they made their own little suits for the cards. That seems oh, adorable. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say not interested. I'm currently not interested, but if they have an expansion with the other two vowels, then I'm on board for the whole thing. If we're going to hit them all, okay. re Remy and Remy, but not today. Oh, man. Uh, from Renegade Game Studios, we're starting off with, oh, there's a little note here. Hold on. In addition to what's listed below, Renegade will have Axis and Allies 1940 global map for US $60. Yeah, there's a picture of a map. I I'm not well, interested, even though it's not, they don't even give you the option. But that's just a <laughs> that's just an aside. Acquire, two to six players, 90 minutes, $50. Invest, divest, and stage hostile takeovers in this classic real estate game. Hand management, investment, economic, territory building. Now, a lot of times I'll say, like, I don't like something in real life, so therefore I typically rate it lower mm -hmm. uh, in games. Now, in this case, I don't I, I don't think people should be doing this in the way they do in real life, mm -hmm. but I think this is kind of a fun thing in a game. I think buying and selling properties and how that changes is just a fun mechanism mm -hmm. to do game-like things. So I'm going to say interested. I'm also interested. Sid Saxton is a guy who does board, who does game things, right? Like, I think he maybe wrote a book. I think he's uh, sort of in a generation back of game oh. development. I might be saying some things that are super not true, but I think they're true. And he's the designer of this game. It's got a beautiful cover on it. Really like the cover. I yeah. think that I could start getting into, I mean, hostile takeovers, not so much, but more economic games. They're pretty intimidating when you're first getting into board games and trying to just keep basic rules in your head, getting pretty used to that, I think then taking on more economic, intense games, I'm maybe getting a little more interested in that. Renegade Game Studios is also going to be offering Axes and Allies 1941. Two to five players, 60 to 180 minutes, $40. World War II, from the air, at sea, and on land. Command your troops to secure the future. Area majority influence, area movement, war game, World War II. I think we've already given our World War II speeches. I'm, it's not changing for me. Tell it changing for you. It's not changing for me. So let us continue to tell you interested war gamers about the other Axis and Allies offerings from Renegade Games. They also have 1942. That's two to five players, 240 minutes. It's $75. And that one has area movement, dice rolling, economic, and war game. Going back in time a little bit here, we're going to go to Europe 1940. That's the second edition, second printing, two to six players, a solid 360 minutes for $100. Uh, World War II conflicts in European theater with plastic troops, tanks, planes, and ships. Now going west or east because it's a globe, Pacific 1940, second edition, two to four players, 360 minutes, $100. You'll focus on the war in the Pacific with plastic troops, tanks, planes, and ships. It's area majority influence, area movement, economic, and fighting. So if you've all World War II'd out, you could do a little World War One as a palate cleanser. Uh, Axis and Allies, World War One, 1914, two to eight players, 60 to 180 minutes, $100. Central Powers versus Allied Entente. Mm. Fight the Great War in an Axis and Allies standalone. Area movement, dice rolling, economic war game. And now, 
having made it through the wars. Diplomacy from Renegade Game Studios. It's two to seven players, 360 minutes. My goodness, $45. Powers of post-Victorian Europe cooperate and clash to become master of the continent. Area majority influence, area movement, bluffing, and negotiation. No, I know this is different than what we just talked about, but it also doesn't sound that different. No. Um, it's also from, is it from 1959? Is that correct? Whoa, that's what it says. So this is the 2023 edition. That's interesting. Yeah. That That's something. Pass. Not interested. I'm still yeah. not interested, but that is intriguing overall, especially if you're someone who enjoys trying to find older games, classic games, to get a reprint on something that old. That seems great. We then uh, have an expansion for G.I. Joe Mission Critical. And that's going to be G.I. Joe Mission Critical Chaos Break. One to five players, 50 to 70 minutes, $45. Take on Zartan and the Dreadnoughts. That's a cooperative game, solo solitaire game, expansion for base game, and that's Modern Warfare. I, I'm not a G.I. Joe kind of gal. I'm not interested. Uh, same. I have no idea what the words I just said were. <laughs> and that extends, for me anyway, to the Midnight Storm, one to five players, 50 to 70 minutes. It's $60, also an expansion for G.I. Joe Mission Critical. You take on Storm Shadow and his Red Ninjas. It's still a cooperative game, dice rolling, and modern warfare. Now, continuing on with games we're not interested in is G.I. Joe Mission Critical Sergeant Slaughter Figure Pack. One to five players, $22. Hard-hitting Sergeant Slaughter joins the Joe team. All the other things are the same. Yeah. Same mechanisms as we continue to Vanguard Strike. One to five players, 50 to 70 minute playtime, $45. Face down expert infiltrator Firefly. Now moving away from G.I. Joe, we are going on to another IP, Good Omens, an ineffable game. Two to four players, 15 to 30 minutes, $25. Seven different co-op dice and card games based on the confrontations in Good Omens. Card game dice i could not must have this harder oh excellent yeah i liked good omens a lot i have a david Tennant problem is how i would describe it and for 25 dollars, like they could have this is one where they could have been like 75 dollars and be like oh okay you got me and i'd act like that was actually the ceiling and it wouldn't have been i would have just (laughs) got it i would have tried it and if i hated it i would have immediately resold it and recouped enough money to still feel excellent about it. So the fact that it's co-op, a tiny little like co-op dice and card thing. Yeah, I'm, yep, yep, sure would. Nice. Um, Expansion for My Little Pony Adventures in Equestria deck building game. We have the Princess Pageantry expansion. It's one of four players. It's 75 minutes. It's $30. Royalty comes to Equestria. Cooperative game, deck bag and pool building, card game, and expansion for base game. I mean, not my IP, but I mean, I hope those people enjoy it. Not interested. My Little Pony seems like a real fun IP. I never got into it. Yeah, personally not interested, but it's a nice little deck building game, though. We're going to then now talk about Power Rangers. For a while. Specifically expansions for Heroes of the Grid. Mm -hmm. The first one we're going to talk about is Merciless Minions Pack 2. That's going to add Tyranidrones, Crybots, and Blue Head Crybots. Two to five players, 45 to 60 minutes, $45. Not real into the Power Rangers uh, multiverse either. Tyranidrones sound awesome, though. I hope those uh, people that are into it enjoy them. Yeah, I liked Power Rangers a ton growing up. Uh, I have not played Heroes of the Grid, though. Here's another expansion for those that have. Rangers Allies Pack Number 3. This introduces five all-new female heroes. It's Action Points Cooperative Game. Expansion for the base game. It's one of five players. 45 to 60 minute playtime and $45. Still not interested. Don't have the main game, but you know, 
lots of options. Yeah, another option that I'm not interested in is SPDB Squad Rangers to Heroes of the Grid. Everything else, I believe, is the same. It's two to five players, not one to five. So sorry. Two to five players, 45 to 60 minutes, $45 yeah. expansion for base game. And we are not done with Power Rangers. We have Scenario Book 2. That's two to six players. It's only $10. You modify your gameplay with challenging narrative-based scenarios. There's action points. It's cooperative. It's fighting. Now, still on Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid, surprised we haven't seen this yet, which is Shadow of Vengex theme pack. One to five players, 45 to 60 minutes, $45. Vengex and, of course, Evox. And more join the battle against the Rangers. Action points, cooperative game, expansion for base game fighting. Yes, and we were not interested in any of those. They've got a lot of options for you. Now we are moving on to Robo Rally. I think this is a reprint. It doesn't say it exactly, but I'm almost certain. This is the 2023 edition, though. Two to six players, 45 to 90 minutes. It's $50. It's programmed robot racing. It's action cue, grid movement, maze, and miniatures. Nothing about this really strikes me. Again, I've heard the phrase before. It's some, definitely something else adjacent if it's not exactly that exact game. I would say undecided, though. If someone said they really did some cool stuff in there, I'd listen. I'd say interested. I think that Quinn's of Shut Up and Sit Down mentions this game as among his favorites. I believe it's kind of like um, Cult Express, like you're putting down all the actions. I think mean, that's the action cue thing. And then you mm -hmm. execute all of them. It could be fun. Looks like they've got some extra maps, perhaps? Yeah, the first map they've got is Chaos and Carnage. It adds three new game boards and new elements, two of which I bet are Chaos and Carnage. I hope so. Two to six players, 30 to 60 minutes, finish the base game. I'd put that at Undecided. I don't know, not having played the original, if extra maps, like how much is that going to affect how much fun I'm going to have. I do have like extra boards for downforce. They are a great time. So if I played once and felt like it's a similar feel to that, I I probably would get the the extra boards, but they don't say how much they are. Oh, that, that's a good point. Yeah, if it's not cost prohibitive, why not throw a couple extra boards on there? Like I like that being an expansion versus like a lot of new things that are mm -hmm. sometimes muddy and complicate the game. And they have even more extra boards for you in wet and wild that's going to add three new game boards and new elements hopefully two of them are wet and wild i would hope so we then move on to the search for lost species one to four players 60 to 75 minutes 45 dollars search for the lost species in a deduction game follow-up to the search for planet x oh action points deduction puzzle i am not interested i didn't like the search for planet x i would rather just do a logic puzzle by myself. What are those logic puzzle books you can get on Amazon for like 10 bucks that are practically self-published? the cross ones where it's like Montague. No, like the Montague Oh yeah, the Mysteries. Island of Montague ones, yeah. I would rather just, I have that set. I'd rather do that than the Search for Planet X or this Search for Lost Species. It's possible that they've improved some things that I would like better, but I think, I think I'm out on this. I would be, yeah, I'm interested in this. Uh, I'm undecided on this. I'm so sorry. Uh, Search for Planet X, I thought it had some cool mechanics of a game. Mm -hmm. uh, played it with Aaron, I believe, once. Uh, I'd like to see some improvements. And maybe they did that with this. I think at some point you could just guess and maybe be right. And also it's kind of like, well, it's not really a game at some point if that's what we're doing. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. 
Transformers, the deck building game, War on Cybertron. There's one to four players, 45 to 90 minutes, and $45. You take the fight to the Transformers homeworld, Cybertron. Area majority influence, deck bag and pool building, card game, and comic book slash strip. Transformers is a cool world, but it's not a world I'm really into, so I am not interested. I'm not interested. I didn't know their homeworld was Cybertron. Like, I, I got, I know nothing about the Transformers. Now we have an expansion for Vampire the Masquerade Rivals Expandable Card Game. And that's going to be Vampire the Masquerade Rivals Justice and Mercy. Two to four players, 30 to 70 minutes, $30. Play as two new clans. Now you're going to get the Banu Hakim as well as the Salubril. Salubri? Salubri. I don't know. Deck construction, expansion for base game, card game. Not interested. Haven't played any Vampire Masquerade. It feels like... A bit of a, I mean, I don't know this. I don't know how popular it actually is, but it feels like the people who are into it are into it. And the people who aren't couldn't care less. Yeah, I think I played like the uh, OG RPG like once maybe, but Mm. again, it's not the world I'm going to pick if I'm going to buy a bunch of books. And they have more content for this Vampire Masquerade. I think there's a lot, like collectively, a ton of content for this. Um, This is Royalty Pack 1. You bring Vampire Rivals tournament winners to your table. It's deck construction, card game, and it's expansion for the base game. Two to four players, $15 and 30 to 70 minute playtime. Now, this one does not say it's an expansion to that, but it's mostly called the same thing. It's Vampire the Masquerade Rivals, the Hunters and the Hunted. Two to four players, it's $60 on this. Hunters come to Rivals, as well as two new Vampire clans. Mm, I mean, still not interested. It, it does seem like it would be an expansion. Right. Ah. Moving on to Resonim, we have Glitch Squad, four to eight players, 10 to 15 minutes, no price given. Forensic scientists try to solve crimes foiled by the office cat glitch. Well, that's precious. Communication limits, team-based game, animals, party game. I mean, I'm pretty high interested on this. I mean, unless it's just an ungodly price. Yeah. You know, uh, which I can't imagine it would be. Pretty silly, pretty quick. I like that. I, the cat really pulled, like, forensic scientists try to solve crimes. Yeah, sure, whatever. An office cat, though. And then also, uh, Resident's going to be having Retrograde there. That's a one to four player game. 25 to 35 minutes. Price unknown as well on this. It's a race to blast evil Astro Droids in this real time roll and write. Bingo, paper and pencil, dice in real time. Uh, I guess I'm interested. It's a low interested. I'm not sure about the bingo real time but the real time roll and write i don't have many of those i think escape roll and write is the only real time roll and write game that i have yeah that i agree the bingo part i'm not sure about but the real time roll and write could be fun moving on to restoration games we have return to dark tower second printing i don't know if there's anything different in the second printing is this just the new edition overall it's hard to say with restoration games, right? I don't like, know. They sometimes do stuff. Yeah, I don't know if, yeah. Anyways, it's one to four players. It's 100 to 120 minute playtime. It's $190. Cooperative or competitive strategy game pitting heroes against an ominous tower. Area movement, cooperative game, adventure, electronic. There's a huge tower that sits in the middle of your table for this one. Well, now that sounds cool. Yeah. I was just about to say how a tower is not really like a foe I'm worried about. It's like, I'm not he- really like, let's go against architecture. But It's really big. It lights up and stuff. I think it might be app controlled. Maybe now undecided. I was okay. going to be not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. 
I do like a com- uh, competitive or cooperative game. I think that's nice to have the flexibility oh, yeah. on a game. Yeah. Next up, restoration game. Noted sponsor of this game is Broken. Mm-hmm. Thunder Road Vendetta. Two to four players, 45 to 75 minutes, $60. Cruise race and shoot to be the last car standing. Dice rolling, grid movement, dice fighting. I think it's a no. I, I did say I like dice rolling. The fighting with the dice rolling, not sure. It doesn't seem like it's a, it does say race and shoot. So I don't know if it's like, you know, you can be in first and kind of get yourself blue shelled out of the game. I think I'll put undecided. I'm also undecided, but I feel like I could be must have with a very easy sell with this. <laughs> like very like if it's right. How, however Mario Kart-y it is, mm-hmm. could very well sell me on it. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Now, Unmatched, a series you're likely to be familiar with. But if you're not, they have lots of different. They're all standalone, but they can all mix and match together. So it's like they're all expansions. This one is Brains and Brawn, two to three players, 20 to 40 minute playtime. It's fifty dollars. Seems high, but it's Marvel. Three fan favorite Marvel heroes swing into Unmatched. It looks to be Spider-Man, She-Hulk, and Doctor Strange, maybe? Is that what the cover art looks like to you? That does look to be correct. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's action points, card play, conflict resolution, card game, comic book slash comic strip. I like this world. I've not played Unmatched. Um, no. They have an app now. Superheroes are awesome. You know, I got to do some productive things. I got to be careful about what's uh, just (laughs) in my pocket all the time here. So true um, story. So yeah, this seems super cool concept. It's not my thing I'm into. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested only in that life, but it's all awesome. I'd say undecided. The thing that holds me back from unmatched is how much each set is. They're all very nicely done. Very well produced, wonderful artwork, but it adds up quick. And if it's not kind of like the game, that you and your friend are playing a lot, then it's right. it's very pricey to be kind of collecting these. Yeah. So another unmatched game uh, for King and Country, two to three players, 20 to 40 minutes, $50. Take control of a Marvel superhero to battle any unmatched character. Action points, card play, conflict resolution, card game, comic book and strip. Uh, on this one, we've got, we've definitely got, is it Black Widow and Black Panther? And then, assumably, mm, Black something, right? Like, it's Black Widow, Black Panther. Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier. Sure. I would put the same undecided. This is also $50. Some of the other ones that they've done, like, they, I would say they finally got to Marvel. Because it feels like the end game for anything that is themable is to get Marvel put on that thing. I got Dice Throne Marvel. Very similar where that was at Target, buy to go and free. It was great. That's very similar where you have these different characters and you can fight them against one another. And it's like, well, you know who has a lot of characters? Marvel. So I I feel I'm glad for Unmatched that they were able to get the Marvel license. And I think that just comes with the little extra fee that we all are aware of. So that's, I think, the only drawback there overall. I bet it's lovely. I bet they've done a wonderful job with these Marvel ones. And I I can't see why more of them wouldn't keep coming out. There's more than enough Marvel heroes. Yep. Take it all as a pop, though. Thank you so much for listening to episode 110. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at VariantHex. We have a website and a blog at variantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at variantHex.com. 
If our initial estimates were correct, you're just past halfway of our Gen Con 2023 preview list coverage with one more episode. The next episode will be our last batch of games from the Gen Con preview list. That will also cover games that were added since we started recording this list. We'll finish up by talking about our picks as well as the games that are the most popular on the list so far. If you're listening to these in reverse, you have 109 more episodes headed your way. The next one being still the board game geek list, but you're working through it in a sort of haphazard reverse alphabetical order. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today.